0: Welcome to a brighter MMA roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. This is our second to last one over here at Sideshow Network, uh, but it's going to be great. Uh, we have a uh, a great guest in studio, a beautiful, amazing, badass chick, Colleen Schneider. Uh, so honored to have you, um, as well as CB Gold, another badass guy in his own Zone own right. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, Tip a Fighter. Listen, Tip a Fighter. Fighters are underpaid. Okay, some of these fighters uh, are getting a thousand dollars, two thousand five. It's ridiculous. They have to work two, three, four jobs. Well, now you can tip the fighters directly. We could actually uh, show the fighters how much we appreciate them by giving them money. Uh, I'm sure they they need it, and uh, it feels good to give. Uh, I know Aljamain Sterling just signed up this week Tip-A-Fighter. He's fighting this Sunday against Brian Caraway. So if Aljamain puts on the performance that he wants, throw that dude cash, okay? Because uh, uh, I'm sure Colleen knows camps are expensive and everything's expensive and then you got to give the, the manager and the lawyer and the, this one and that one before you know what you owe money. So uh, com, Tip-A-Fighter. Fighters, you're in there anyway. Might as well make some more money. All right. Uh, I had a good week. It was my birthday week. I had a crazy... Uh, I, you had a show Thursday night that CB came to at uh, the haha, There was some annoying girl heckling. Uh, oh, and CB's like, get her, get her. He runs over me before the show and tells me to get her, which I, then I, and then I'm like wanting to get her. Then I'm like, I got to focus on my, my act. Uh, there was about 20 people there, right?
1: There were, maybe less. Maybe less. It was, it was, uh, it was pretty interesting. It was
0: light, but some girl kept heckling. Uh, but I, I, I think I got her pretty good. I told her, I said, uh, what'd I say? You
1: were the only one that got her to shut up though. Because she kept yapping during everyone's set. Everyone's set. The dude that was taking the IDs and, and uh, at the ticket booth yeah. to get in, when he performed, he didn't do any material. He just talked to her the whole time. Because he was just telling her, like, just yeah. heckling yeah. the heckler. I know. Don't, don't
2: you also have fighters at your shows, though? Can't you just tell someone to go
0: choke her out? Uh, basically, that's, to thank you for it? that's really what should have happened. Uh, but but uh, but I, I but then I did a show after that, which is funny, because like, Wednesday night I'm at the improv. It's sold out. It's like... Jezelnik, Dane Cook, me, Wanda Sykes. And then the next, it's just how comedy is. The next night, I'm doing a bar gig, uh, which which I, you know, I'm working on new material, but there was this, there was like three people there. And uh, two of them were on a date. And they're just talking by the bar, having a full on date in the middle of the room. There's no stage, just you in the middle of the room. So then I start, like, they're not even listening. So I start, like, doing an impression of what he's telling her. Like, like, <laughs> like baby, I swear to God, it's you. I'll, I'll, like, get rid of my girlfriend. And the guy's wearing a fedora and eyeliner. And then he's, like, he says something to me. And I'm, like, sir, I, I'm not going to get heckled by a guy with a fedora and eyeliner. And he's, like, well, 20 bucks says. And I'm, like, tw- I'm, like, you don't have 20 bucks. Can you spend it all on Revlon. And then the whole place <laughs> is running back and forth. I mean, I got him pretty good, so I was happy about that. And then uh, Friday, I just kind of relaxed. I wrote some jokes. I went for a five mile run, and um, then my girlfriend and we went, we uh, she got me went out for Chinese food. She got me a birthday gift. She got me Guns N' Roses tickets. Uh, I was, which well, she knew so you that were I were serious. Yeah, yeah.
1: You were serious when you
0: told her that. Oh, I was actually. well, Of course, I wanted Guns N' Roses tickets. I didn't think she was going to get them for me, but she 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 got she was That's giving me a, a solid present. She was giving me a blowjob, and then she's like. <laughs> And then she's like, and then she stopped halfway through and said, What do you want for your birthday? And I'm like, Because uh, uh, I said nothing initially. Then I'm like, Cousin Rose tickets. Then she got me that, three shirts, made me a cake. Uh, Wait, it was, so she made
1: the cupcakes. So and then you she should made always request
2: things while you're getting a blowjob, is the lesson here. Well, I was just honest. Anything you ask me, if you, if you
0: give me a blowjob and then you stop, and, and then <laughs> all I'm thinking is, I want this blowjob to continue, you know? So I'm going to tell you the truth. Whatever you ask me, I will. 100% tell you the truth which I have a is,
2: new idea for a lie detector
0: test yes um, I'm sure <laughs> anything you want Josh to know that's uh, <laughs> um, I'm, you're, you're, uh, you're welcome Josh uh, so, so, then, uh, so then so then yes she got me the cake too got me all this stuff then we went to this movie probably the worst movie I've seen in years Rumor uh, what is it uh, Neighbors 2 Neighbors 2 why Neighbors. Why was
2: it
1: bad? Why did you you go see see it? It? There was nothing else
0: playing. There was really nothing. I should have once saw the 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 cat movie with Keanu. That's what I should have saw. Keanu. Keanu. Yeah, that's what I should have seen. But I don't watch Keanu. I
1: Uh, but
0: here it's great. Uh, But I hate seeing movies when I don't actually watch. I feel like I'm like a like a like a like a phony. It's like you go see a band when they have one hit. I don't feel like I'm really. I don't know. So, or like the only hit, you know, versus like everyone else is like a hardcore fan.
1: Hey, Hanson puts on a good show.
0: Hanson does. (laughs) So we saw Neighbors 2. And look, the first one was great. This one, you know, look, I'm all for feminism, which is great. But when they trick me into seeing a documentary on feminism and they disguise it as a a movie, this is basically what I saw, which is, which was, (laughs) look, I think equal rights. I'm all for women's equal rights, equal pay 100%. I have no problem with that. But if I, but, but if they would have said like feminist documentary and I would have went and seen that versus thinking you're seeing a Seth Rogen, you know, dick joke movie. And then all of a sudden it's like, Women are as good as men, if not better, which is like great. But it, it really became like they tricked me into seeing it, which, which is fine. It's just it was just not what I was expecting. It was it was it was I agreed with their messages, but I didn't laugh at the movie at all. There were no jokes, just lots of really good points. Um, false advertising, completely false advertising. I think uh, if You're
1: trying to stress feminism. You need a better lead <laughs> than Seth Rogen. Because if you're trying to say, like... No, he's kind of you know, the
2: perfect way to stress that. <laughs>
3: really.
1: You'd think, like, Zac Efron would be better. And like, we are equal, and I could do whatever. And it was unbelievable. Seth it was, Ryan. like...
0: No, it was just so... It, it was strange. It was, like, forced <laughs> feminism in a movie that the dialogue made. It was just such ridiculous. So that was cool. And then uh, Saturday I had two shows. The first show was sold out at the HaHa, And there was another heckler. This girl that was, like, sitting right by the stage and just chiming in. with The worst kind of heckler, because... She's talking so the the comics can hear, her, but, but the audience can't. So if you snap on her, the crowd just thinks you're being a dick because okay, they don't they don't hear what you're hearing. So finally, I just looked at her, and it was a very big it was a big woman, and I said um, I said to her, "Listen, I got this." And then she, I go, "What do you do for a living?" She's like, "I'm a, I'm a, a porn star." I was like, she, "I I think she really might have been a porn star, <laughs> but like the fact that porn star could just be given to anybody who does porn is bullshit." Like. To me, like Jenna Jameson's a porn star, or you know, Kaylani Leigh. Yeah, maybe like a porn actress. Yeah, right. right. Somebody like, who had sex on camera, maybe, is what she is. <laughs> so is Kim It's Kardashian. like anyone who's
2: been in a movie saying, I'm a movie star.
1: Exactly.
0: Uh, right, uh, right So then I was like Can we uh, keep her
1: around? She's, she's the best
2: <laughs>
0: She's the best So she, I'm like You're a porn star She goes Don't hate I'm like and I wanted to say The only thing that hates you right now Is the chair You know <laughs> But I didn't But that would have been totally So
2: then I was like Listen I know you're used to But you had just seen A feminist documentary So you felt like That was a little harsh <laughs>
0: That's exactly what happened uh, Cause I was like Listen I know you're used to Having your mouth open But not at a comedy show So it was a little bit lighter uh, And then the that second works
1: on so many levels <laughs>
0: <laughs> Then the second show so this guy, these two guys were coked out of their minds, right? Because I said I do a joke where I used to have a cocaine problem but overcame it through poverty, right? So I do the joke. I used to have a cocaine problem, and the guy yells out, yeah, cocaine, <laughs> before I even got to the punchline, right? So then I'm just like – so then, I, I, then he ruined the joke. So then I go to a girl. I'm like, what are you? Like, I, I was like, what nationality are you? And he's like, she's a woman, okay? Treat her with respect. I, all I ask is, what are you? So then the, the, then the bouncer goes and talks to her, and the guy goes, I'm really sorry for my outburst. I go, you <laughs> like are- the, loud like that? Loud, yeah. <laughs> I go, sir, I don't want ever be a boss, because you'll just like, be like, you're fired. You're getting a raise. The most bipolar <laughs> fucking heckler. So that was you have that. You the most awesome
1: shows. Oh. Every time at one of your shows, something funny, like, outside of the actual comedy happens. Yeah, of course. Happens.
0: Which is exactly- I don't know. I know. So that's really what it is. Uh, and then I spent all, all Sunday just uh, just writing jokes. So, uh, how was your weekend?
1: Weekend was good. I went to PWG on Friday, saw we were, Colleen there. Yeah,
2: both at PWG, Pro Wrestling Gorilla Friday night.
1: It was insane. It was great? Yeah, it was, Epic, it was a lot always. of fun. Yeah. And, um, I was going to tell you, actually, Colleen, that I found out by talking to Del Rio outside, he was going to answer Galloway's open challenge and then realized oh. that WWE would have shafted him. Oh, but that
0: would have been so uh, what, uh, You guys are amazing. speaking Spanish. What the fuck the, are you guys talking
3: about? There was about? a wrestler
1: at PWG that works for WWE. Yeah. And their contracts in WWE are so ironclad that they can't take other bookings. They yeah. can't do surprise stuff. And somebody The UFC them. basically One,
2: took WWE contracts as a model.
1: Right? Yeah, and there was a guy whose opponent didn't show up because his son was sick, so he couldn't make it. So the guy comes out and he goes, nobody wants to fight me, nobody wants to fight me. And it was a big name out of – He's, uh, I think he's Scottish. Yeah. And – so this big like former world champ from WWE was behind the curtain and he was going to answer it and they were like we don't want to get in trouble with WWE we don't want you to get in trouble with WWE so he didn't do it but he went outside and he was talking mad shit about WWE
0: real oh the like, guy who in WWE was
1: talking yeah, about it he's, he's, yeah he well, was that's talking a he, lot he of he shit
0: blast him on there it's not good you don't get the guy in trouble
2: well
1: that, oh, he that was, telling was everybody.
3: privately afterwards
1: <laughs> yeah no I mean he was he was telling everybody and like
2: no longer private
1: no no longer private he <laughs> was just. No, he he's not one of the guys that was like, you know, I don't want people to know but anyways, yeah, P W G was awesome. Saturday I spent some time with my mom. I taught her how to use Chromecast. I taught her how to use your Apple TV. Taught her how to order photos. Maybe
0: you could uh, teach me all the shit too, because I have no—I don't know how to do that.
1: I, I could probably—I could. I'm pretty technologically Good. advanced. You're
2: on mom level with your. I'm, a, I'm on grandma
0: level. I don't. I still have AOL. I'm not even kidding. I don't even. I have like a Gmail account. I don't even. You have a dial-up
2: modem. I really do.
0: <laughs> I refuse to. I, I don't. I don't have any of the new Apple TV or the Netflix. I have it on my. I don't know how to get it on my TV. I, I, I it. My, we'll get my internet went
2: out. out yesterday, and I don't have cable. I use HBO now, so I couldn't watch Game of Thrones. I, was I saw like your 8 tweet, and I wanted to I'm on the you. phone with the Time Warner going, you guys have to fix this now. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, like, Game of Thrones, come on. Like, that's the linchpin that's going to get them to somehow yeah. fix what they couldn't otherwise is the fact that I need to watch Game of Thrones.
0: So, Colleen, you, we are so honored to have you. Uh, I'm, I, I'm really proud of you. Uh, you've Thank come you. such a long way. I don't think that you realize how long. I mean, I know that it's, it's but maybe it's. just Sometimes it's hard to, to be in, you know. But how are you doing? I'm good. I'm
2: really good. Um, I mean, I fought. I fought two weeks ago. Um, took a little time off and having some fun, getting back into training, and uh, looking forward to
0: the next thing. Thought, you look like, physically. You look amazing. You you look so
2: ripped.
0: Jesus, you looked you looked great. Uh, and how did you think the fight went?
2: Um. There were I I my reaction is always to be super critical of myself, so I'm trying to balance that a bit, right? There was good and bad in it. Um I was the first person in the last nine fights to take her to a decision, right? She's finished everyone else. Um especially considering I think a lot of people thought I was gonna get my ass kicked in that fight. But uh but she, she won. She definitely won and uh there were points in it where I felt like she was like almost willing to break or to give and I didn't I didn't do enough to take the fight. I was too, uh, too worried about her offense that I didn't put my own offense on her. Um, but, man, it's fun. like I know I want that fight again. I want her to keep the belt. I want to go beat a couple other people up and fight Tanya again.
0: <laughs> For well, the first round, uh, she was like a left a left hook, right?
2: Yeah, real early. And that was actually – it's funny. Her punches, I feel like it's almost like Diaz style. Like They don't look like there's anything on them, but they're hard.
0: Yeah, she, she's a tough girl. Now, how uh, were you – now, were you rocked I mean was the was the room upside down kind of or
2: I was rocked for a second on that that hook in the first which is a big part of why I ended up spending most of that first round yeah you know on the bottom on the ground and a I was it was just a matter of being like all right you're you're okay get your wits back get your head together you can survive here try and work back to better position and then um I feel like like by the end of the fight each round went on and I was getting more and more into my game and uh like I I just yeah, yeah I I, kept I, going and I honestly was,
0: was like, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was nervous for her. I want, you know, I, I know both of you. So I was like, I wasn't really rooting for anyone. I, I know Tanya a little better just because she's been on the show like five or six times. Uh, and I've always like, I've always liked Tanya because I feel like she's such an underdog. And I feel like she gets no credit for like, they don't, they don't really promote her. And like, I just feel like she just sort of like, is just like. They almost don't want her to win they keep but it's weird with her because she's also tough she's a tough chick you know like but very rugged girl but I, I know you and I was like so was, I was I was, rooting, I was rooting for a good fight but I was like in the third or fourth you were throwing some crazy wheel kicks uh and I'm like man you a couple of them came real close yep
2: uh, yeah but not close enough
0: <laughs> but I thought I was like shit sh- I I was like Colleen might doesn't might catch her. She, she might she might she might break I think like you're saying she might she might break her. Because you were you were really coming on strong with those. You know, uh
2: I think she expected me to just quit earlier in the fight and I didn't. Yeah. Right? Like her talk game's good, her pressure's good, her control's really good, but I knew that and I knew that was gonna be the case going into it. So
0: We gotta talk. She came on the show and said, You hear her interview?
2: On on your show, yeah, no, because uh-uh. she. I know said, she came on with Nato.
0: <laughs> well, she came on and said that you uh, that you didn't shave and that there was like it was hair everywhere <laughs> by by your crotch. Uh, that's. <laughs> That that's that sounds
2: not like something Tanya would say.
0: That's not true, right? That's you can
2: go ask Josh.
0: I'll ask. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I'm <laughs> not ashamed. even gonna come close to asking. <laughs> I was gonna Josh say that you could be the worst Josh decision you would ever your make. Fucking mind. I'm just saying that's what she said. Uh, so I wanted to just you know to ha- to get your rebuttal. I don't. I wanted to give you a chance. I don't to... really
2: feel like I need to create a rebuttal there, but yeah, no, there was not hair in her face.
0: Okay, all right, that's all right. Did she not say that? You were here. I no, she I have did no say doubt that. that. That sounds
2: exactly <laughs> like <laughs> something Tanya would say. I'm not the least surprised. Okay. Okay, now I, I
0: notice that Josh, during your fight, stands all the way in the back. Doesn't come, like with the other girls, he corners the girls that he, that he coaches. He doesn't coach me. Oh, he doesn't coach you?
2: No, uh-uh. Oh. That's why he's not in the corner.
0: Oh, I was wondering. I thought maybe he was nervous for you or like. Well,
2: he is. He's a nervous wreck. He's watching his girlfriend fight.
0: Right. He, he like, plays it very cool, though. But I could tell he's nervous because I, 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 watch him watch you sometimes, <laughs> and uh, and, he, and he, you could tell he's nervous because he's not like normally when I see him he's got a big smile on his face, and this time he's just like hi. And I'm like, it's almost like, I'm like, fuck, is, is, is Josh mad at me? Like, I hope Josh isn't mad at me. And, and then, You'd but then know. I, but then I realize that he's watching, oh, he's watching his girlfriend. Yeah. Of course, he's a nervous wreck.
2: Which I totally get because I get like that when he fights too. Right. You know, there's like kind of the two sides of it. One, just as a fighter, I'm like, you fucking just go murder them. Rawr. You know, and then the other part of me is like, oh God, my boyfriend's going to go get punched in the face. This is, like, is going to
0: be horrible. I feel like it's easier though for a girlfriend to watch their boyfriend than for a boyfriend to watch their girlfriend. <laughs>
2: I don't think so. Really? I think that's just like, and I understand that idea kind of coming from the outside, but if you look at it, we're both, we're both fighters. Like there's not really a reason for gender to even play into that. I'm still watching a person I love and care about get in there and fight and he's doing the same thing.
0: That's a good point. Now, I know that like when I wrestled in high school and college, if like weeks out, I was a fucking, you couldn't go near me if I was cutting weight. I was just like, leave me alone. I'm not in a good mood, especially in college. I was making that 15 pound cut. Are you are you guys like that too?
2: Well, he's a heavyweight, so is not.
0: Good right, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <Motherfucker>. <laughs> Every time I'm cutting weight, I'm like, "Damn you, heavyweight!" <laughs> um, no, I actually think I, I'm pretty chill. I'll, of course, I'll have moments where, like, the last, two weeks before, I'm like, "Okay, guys, I might be a bitch. It's not your fault. It's me. Right? <laughs> I'm I'm hungry. Um, but I deal I deal with the weight cut pretty well. Like, even when I'm actually doing my water cut, I'm really good about just staying calm and level. I'm like, this is what you have to do flip out it's only gonna make it worse and waste energy so
0: you seem so level-headed like when i when i talk to you i'm just like damn like maybe i don't know if it's because you're level-headed or your friends are insane because <laughs> because i see you with like juliana pena and i'm like i, I and i love juliana but we know She's juliana insane. and then and then, the, then the shana marina jessamine trio uh you know and then you you stand out as, as being very like big sister normal is that is, is that that, is that how you are because of your friends, or are you just normal?
2: I feel like I'm a pretty reasonable, level headed person in general. Like, I try to approach everything logically and just, you know, you can act through emotion or you can act through reason. And I really try and act through reason.
0: Well, you went to Berkeley. Yes. I did my research on you. <laughs> when you went to Berkeley, uh, did you graduate from Berkeley?
2: Yeah, I have a degree in physics from
0: Berkeley. Wow. That's one of the best schools in the country.
2: It is, yeah.
0: Were you one of those crazy liberal girls that were protesting everything on Fox News? Or...
2: No, no, I mean, I, 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 I skew that way, obviously, I, you know, going to Berkeley is kind of a general atmosphere there, but I was, while I was there, I was doing physics and I was doing Taekwondo and that took all my time and energy. Black really. belt
0: Taekwondo, mm-hmm. that, that, that's where the, the spinning kicks came in.
2: Yes, yeah, yes. That, that is where the spinning kicks <laughs> came in.
0: Well, yeah. give it away, Adam. I, I'm telling you, I'm on this. I'm on this. People think that sometimes I don't pay attention.
2: Why is she yelling in Korean? I could,
0: oh. I could figure it. Now, was it uh So, it was tae- now I took Taekwondo when I was in uh, in like 10 or 11. When you were in 10 oh, I was, I was 10 years old. and But you got a belt every three months. It was the biggest bullshit. Every three months, I got a belt. And then I remember I didn't pass my test, but my like. Six-year-old brother did, and I started crying because like he could break a board and I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, but but I, I found it kind of a. It was sort of a McDonald's Taekwondo. I think they kind of got a bad news like these McDojos. Yeah,
2: Josh which, likes to call that take one's dough.
0: T- take one's dough. <laughs> but but you went to the real thing.
2: Yeah, UC Berkeley has the best collegiate Taekwondo program in the country, and has for for decades. Really, like we won nationals every year that I was there. Yeah. The lineage wonder is from from. Yonin University, just outside of Seoul in Korea, and it's legit. Like I feel good about my black belt, and I also taught there. And I would not belt people that I did not think should get a belt. Like I was very tough on them. And I oh, think, you gave the belts? Yeah, I taught there for a while too.
0: How many uh, boards could you break at once?
2: Um, I've, I've broken. I don't know how many boards I've broken. A number. I've broken three or four bricks at once. You no, know, I did. You do all that. It's part of your belt test. You broken like those big cement bricks? Yeah. You could break those. Yeah, and I've done like spinny kicks, breaking.
1: Well, boards Well, how come when time is twenty for a
2: double leg, you don't just fucking?
0: I don't just
1: break her head like. Tiger a palm. Yeah, seriously.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's some uh, disconnect in the application. There, it Supports the boards just sitting stacked up <laughs> in an actual person. Did you, you hit so a break like and here. then like the bottom one breaks, like? And not break the top ones. Yeah. No. How do, How do people do that?
1: Um. They transition their chi. Is that, I would honestly think no. there'd have
2: to be a difference in the bricks themselves. Like, you ah, know, kind of the, the driest, kind of easiest one to crack on the bottom. And maybe a little bit, like... Fucking He's
1: American. heartbroken it's a now. I, I, His whole <laughs> life has just
3: come crashing down.
0: This is complete bullshit,
3: man.
2: Uh, now, no, but
0: but... Like you started off your career one and four, so all you people out there who are one and four listening, <laughs> okay, you could fight for a championship one day. Uh, you one and four, you start off, but they put you in against these like your first fight was against uh, what's her name, Sarah, Sarah De Leo, and
2: then Liz Carmouche. Um, Those are yeah. fucking chicks with a lot of fights. Yeah.
0: Do you have like the worst management in the world? Like why so I didn't would they have th-
2: a manager? I was just like, I want to fight. Yes. W- yes. Whatever it is. yes.
0: <laughs> so you fight Sarah De Leo. Uh, right, her name, Delilio. Delilio. What happened to her? Because I always see her, like, beating good girls, but then uh, we don't hear her name very much.
2: Yeah, I, I feel like she's she can perform very well, but she's not consistent with it. But she just went down to 125 and in Invicta and Ooh. beat Andrea Lee.
0: Oh, she beat Andrea, right. Yeah. And Lee tested positive for something. Did she? Yeah, she got banned for, like, a year. But I think it was, I don't know what it was. It might have been, more like, a... I'm not sure if it, she said she didn't know. She didn't want on purpose. It might have been one of those like weight cutting things where like, but she yeah she's 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 fucked for a year. She looked ripped. Well, up. That's
2: unfortunate.
0: Yeah, I like. I her. really
2: like her as a fighter a lot.
0: I like she her as a person, a fighter. You. That was a good fight. That fight couldn't. Yeah, work. And then she, I actually tipped her. Tip a fighter. I get, even on the loss. <laughs> I tipped her. She so, was uh, on the what the bug. Tropicana <laughs> Vegas
1: card. <laughs> what? Huh? She was on the Vegas Tropicana card. Yeah. That last one. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was
0: one of those fights. So Sarah, yeah. I find that with a lot of girls like Invicta uh, Chicks where like, like, I never heard of them, and then I looked them up. I'm like, oh, shit, this girl's been around. Yeah. Like, you Because know, <clears throat> we
2: haven't had big stages, so maybe we've had a lot of fights and fought a lot of good people, but it's not in the UFC. Right. So people don't know.
0: Now, you and Shayna, Shayna Baszler are good friends, right? Yeah. Now, but when Shayna beat you on The Ultimate Fighter... She was like, how dare she?
2: We weren't friends then. Shayna and I did not know. Obviously, we knew who the other person was, but we did not know each other before the fight. We actually became friends after tough. Did
0: she apologize for acting
2: like an idiot yeah, after that? Yeah, she apologized for being a douchebag. What did she say? She's just, uh, it's, her, it's her thing. She's like, oh, you know, I'm just, you know, douchebag Shayna. That's what She does. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Marina doesn't talk to me anymore. Uh, I think Jessamyn
0: Duke is like, I said hi to her at Evicta. I'm not sure if she's awkward or if it, if it was awkward, <laughs> but Shane is still my girl. So thank you, Shayna, for being your own person. Shayna
2: was at PWG was on Friday night, then her and I, along with Angela Hill, were at Amana Marth on Saturday night. Oh, wow. That was fucking kick-ass. Yeah, I saw those pictures. What huh? is that? What's...
0: It's a band. <laughs> it's a metal band. Oh, you guys are way too cool for oh, me. I'm, I'm 38 now. <laughs> I'm like, I saw Third Eye Blind. It was awesome.
1: Uh, <laughs> You're 38. My grandfather turned 94 today. <clears throat> wow. Man, he's on a cruise right now, loving life. And nice. he
2: knows how to use Apple TV.
1: Yeah, hey, I'm sure he does. <laughs> no, I mean he's he's pretty computer literate, but this
0: dude, uh, I don't know if you know the story about CB Gold. How he came, it was so funny. This is how. This is how funny CB is, right? His eyes just got really big. So Colleen fights for the title, right? She, she has the biggest fight in her career probably was Invicta. She goes five rounds. Afterwards, she's tired. But I have to say hello to you because I'm not going to leave. and I'm not going to be that dick who like – it's like I know you, but I don't want to leave and not say hello to you because, oh, you lost. I don't want you to think, oh, you lost. I'm not talking to you. At the same time, I want to give you your space. But un- unfortunately and fortunately, Invicta is in a small enough space where you could actually talk to the people. It's not like the Lakers. You, you don't have to go up to the Lakers afterwards. So I see you over there, and, and you're tired, and you go over there. So I go up to you, and I'm like, hey, Colleen. I was probably
2: more angry than tired.
0: You look tired, angry, okay. So I, <laughs> uh, My vocabulary is not very good. So I, 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 so I go up to you, and I'm like, hey, uh, good fight. And then you go up to me, and you're like, hey. I met your co-host. Like that that's how much of an influence you are. Where you're like, yeah, I met your strange co-host. And this is not like- the first time I've heard Wait, did she did you say strange? No, she didn't say strange. I just put that in there. But it's yeah, just funny that he always adds birds. But it's or just adjectives funny. About It's me. funny that she's in a fight and she's thinking about you a minute after she fights. That's how yeah,
2: I have that effect on you. Me. Have that effect. The whole time on I was you. fighting, I was thinking about you too. Really?
0: Yeah. Oh, it was, it was amazing. So, <laughs> so CB was a fan. So for two years, wrote me every day how I make my show better, and and, and like what he loves, what he doesn't like. So finally, I'm like, man, Look at this that. guy cares more about my show than anybody than I think than I do. So I, I made him the co host. So uh, he's been great. He actually he's been uh, a student knows more about fighting than anybody. I've ever met in my life.
1: And it's probably a good thing I won't be here for our last show on Thursday because I was going to trash the studio and we were done. Oh, nice.
0: There you go. <laughs> uh, now, Colleen, so you started off 1-4, but then you, then you went on a streak. You went on like this hot streak where you won three in a row. You fought in, uh, in Japan,
2: right? I fought in Japan. I fought in India. I fought in Mexico. <laughs> what was it like in Japan? Japan was awesome. I fought for Pancras, which was – I have always wanted to fight in Japan. Like when I first started watching MMA, I didn't know what the hell the UFC was. I was just watching Pride. And I thought it was the coolest thing on the planet, right? So I, just, I, I wanted to fight in Japan and fight Pride Rules, which I didn't get to do because everyone's going to Unified now, which is lame. But uh, fighting over in Japan is so so cool. Tokyo is just an amazing city, right? The whole culture there, it's nuts. Um, and it was, uh, yeah, it was great. It was just really, it was really yeah, awesome. Yeah, you
0: won. You, you, you kicked some ass. You I won. Did,
2: though I don't know if I'll be able to go back there because they, I am uh, slightly larger than the average Japanese female. <laughs> So they ended up flying someone from Hawaii for me to fight, but they just don't really have any 35ers for me to fight, and I was really, really trying to get a fight with Rin Nakai. Oh, She's yeah. going down to 25 now, and um, I've fought 25 a couple times, and I'm not going to do it Are again. You, I
0: think you're too big for 25. I am.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. no, but I remember watching your fight, like, uh, you've had so many, so, I mean, your first fight in Invicta was a disaster. Yeah. Uh, you, went, you went out there, you just got, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. But since then, you, like, your, your fight against uh, Raquel... I've been to your last two fights. That was a war. Uh, A war. I mean, her eye was fucked afterwards. That was a great fight for you.
1: Kevin Um, Lee got in so much trouble for that, like, the next week. Because they were walking around L.A. together, and she's got the blown up eye. everyone
0: thinks he beat her up.
2: Uh, Dude, I love when I get black eyes, but I just, I don't get them very much. Like, even after I went five rounds with Tanya, I didn't have a black eye but I like it because then I'll be like, I'll walk around with Josh and kind of cower. do
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it again. I'm so sorry.
0: Now, the first so time I, I ever met you, uh, you came to my show with Josh and your ex-boyfriend was there. <laughs> yeah. John Wood. <laughs> and I didn't, I had no idea any of this was going on, right? So John Wood, who's your ex-boyfriend. I think he was
2: there with his girlfriend at the time, Jenna Jameson. He was with Jenna Jameson.
0: <laughs> and he was with Jenna Jameson, some other guy, his best friend. I forgot the guy's name. Nice guy. And... Mike Chiesa and then you're with Josh and I'm on stage at the John Lovitz Comedy Club and I'm like, guys, I got some great friends here. Really good, really (laughs) good fighters. Give it up for Josh Barnett and give it up for John Wood. And it was like, they're right next to that. I'm like, I don't know any of the history. Fucking John Wood told me, he's like, dude, I thought the guy was going to attack me. Like, he's like, He's like, I thought there was going to be a fucking brawl in the middle of your comedy show.
2: Just to be clear, if Josh attacked John, there would be no brawl. I was yeah. going to say the John same thing.
1: Thin. But there was three
2: of them. There was three
1: <laughs> of them. That would them. be over it
0: very was, fast. It was
2: Kiesa and that other guy,
0: too. I uh, forgot the other guy's name. Nice guy. He fought in Strike Forest, the other guy. Uh, oh,
2: wasn't it Phil Dace? Yeah, Phil said?
0: Dace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now, uh, now, John was your trainer in Vegas. Yeah. And then you go to, you go to uh, L.A., and then you, you date the trainer there.
2: No, Josh and I were dating before.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. How did, how did Josh pick you up?
2: We met at Tough when I fought Shayna because he was there coaching Shayna. So Shayna <laughs> claims ultimate wingman status on, on mine and Josh <laughs> <until> <laughs> So
1: Because
2: it was even the fact that she beat me. She immediately went into the house and I didn't. So everybody that lost. Um, and it was actually Gina Mazzani who you.
0: Yeah, we dated. Yeah. For, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she was buddies with Josh from Seattle. Yeah. So and I, you know, I'd met Gina on the show and we're like, Fuck it, let's all just go out and drown our sorrows. We just fucked up this giant opportunity. Didn't get on the Ultimate Fighter, and she hit up Josh, and he came out with us. So that's how I met him. Now
0: Josh seems like a very—he's a very metal guy, very serious. Says I, I've talked to him. Says the most fucked up shit I've ever heard in my life. What do you with, mean? With a very straight face, like 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 he said. He's like, I want to pee in Dana's mouth. Like, <laughs> like, but he says it like an accountant. So you're like. You're like, wait, did I just fucking... Hit? And he's this very imposing guy with this warped sense of humor. Basically,
2: like, so is your boyfriend actually a psychopath?
0: I, honestly, I think MMA has saved his life because I really think there'd be dead bodies. I'm not sure if there aren't, okay? <laughs> but I really think that Josh Barnett is probably one of the craziest, nicest, but he's, like, legitimately scary. He's,
2: very, he's a very intense person.
0: He's legitimately scary. Like, he's a guy, a guy that I would, I would honestly, like, never... Not that I want to fuck with any fighter, but he's the kind of guy that has no emotion and he'll fucking murder yeah. you. Well, he's
2: like, you know, like more the, like the old school fighter guys, would just like really, they were really fighters, not yeah. necessarily just athletes, but fighters. Yeah. That fucking throw down and give a fuck. He's of that, you know, that elk. But he also has this totally lighthearted, really dorky side. Too. Dorky side. And
0: he's very, very good to female fighters. Like he's, he's on
2: a, <laughs> No, I'm not, not, not anyway, know, know. but like he's a really
0: <laughs> good coach. Warm guy, got a big heart. Yeah, for, you know, for
2: years and years, has always he's never taken them as a sideshow. He's always trained women as if they're they're fighters.
0: And as a wrestling coach who coaches women, I, I really appreciate that because first of all, I think I, I think coaching girls is so much easier than coaching guys. I've only had like five or six girls in the 10 years that I've coached wrestling just because a lot of times girls just sign up the first day with their jewelry on and their makeup and they think it's a big goof. And then when I tell them to do, you know, sprawls, they're like, "Fuck, I'm out of here. They never come back. But the ones that do stay past a week, they, they never give me a hard time, never immature, never fucking around, never pulling those pants down. They're, they're very serious and they want to get the technique. And, and they, you know, it's just so much easier to coach them. If anything, they're too hard on themselves or they beat themselves up and I, I have to coach them up versus coach them down where the guy's too confident and thinks he's going to beat everybody. It's like – is that how y- your experience is
2: sometimes? Yeah, that's actually – that's spot on really. It really is because you, if you walk into a room with a bunch of other guys and you're a guy, you're like – even if it seems hard, you're like, oh, I, was, I can just fuck around with these dudes and whatever. But if you're a girl and you walk into that room and it's all guys, if you're if you stick with that, it's because you really want to be there. You're like, I'm committed to this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to put everything I have.
0: Yeah, it. the hardest part sometimes with coaching girls is the parents t- t- take them out of the sport. They, oh, really? The parents are like, "Yeah, I don't want my my daughter wrestling." Like I've had girls come to practice and just watch. I'm like, "Hey, why don't you join the team?" Well, my dad won't let me. You know, I tried to me. wrestle
2: when I was a kid and my mom won't let me. Yeah, my brother did it and I would go watch him and I totally wanted to wrestle and she was like, "It was all boys, of course." You see where they grab each other? You can't do that.
0: Yeah, that's that that's the hard part sometimes. that that, that is the hard part. Want to try calling Tom Ryan real quick? <laughs> <laughs>
1: to right, Here call we go again.
0: He's not going to pick up. If he picks up, I will be, uh, you know, flabbergasted. But I doubt that's not going to happen. I hope
1: Don Frye. Your call has been All forwarded right. to an automated All right, voice that messaging was Tom system.
3: Tom
0: Ryan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, now over the weekend, but guys, by the way, so we're going to get into the uh, Saturday morning. So, I know that Mayhem Miller is fighting over in uh, Venator. and I'm excited for him. We had him on the show. This is his big comeback. So, he weighs in Friday, 24 pounds over. Uh, comes in, he's supposed to fight 185, uh, comes in at 209. Uh, and he comes in to fight Luke Barnott. Not only does he, so he walks into the scale, 24 pounds over, looks at it, and then takes off his shorts. I if- <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was as the if, best part of the whole weekend.
0: As if uh. that's the problem. Like he's going to have 24 pounds yeah, of shorts. So
2: those new lead woven shorts.
0: So they let him fight anyway. They let him fight anyway, but he doesn't fight Luke. He fights someone else. Fights, yeah. uh, and the whole thing – First well, first the Cody McKenzie fight was actually – that was the first part we saw on, on the card. Was Co- and Cody won. He snapped a five-fight winning yeah. streak.
2: Yeah. I was happy for Cody. I was super happy for Cody. I trained with him for a while. I love that guy. Especially since Michael Chiesa was like,
0: yeah, he's been at the bar all weekend. Uh, the entire week, he's been at the bar not training. So the fact that he goes out there and wins, but also shows you how talented Cody could be if he actually, you know, I don't know who he fought. I'm not sure what the caliber of opponent he had, but Cody won. So Mayhem goes in there. Uh, they still let him fight. and. I'll tell you, though, when he walked out with the seven Italian girls dancing – on the way to the cage, I, I really had a big smile on my face. I'm watching You're like, he's Michael. gonna
1: do it. He's gonna do it, and he's looking like the old man. He's ready to go. And
0: I'm I'm watching my girlfriend, and she's like, she's she's confused. She not really watch a lot of MMA, and she's like, why is there six dancers? And I'm like, no, this is what he does. And she, <laughs> she and then like, and then Michael's like, yeah, you know, he's had some issues in the past. Uh, he walked in naked with a fire extinguisher into a church, and this is these are the things. And then the whole police SWAT standoff. These are the things <laughs> they're saying as which. As fucked up as they are, made me smile so, again. Because like, you're like, I can't believe this is really happening. It goes out there. He wins the first round. Uh, I think he outweighs the guy by 30 pounds. But he still, he, he's still wrestling with him. And then he just got gassed. He got winded. Uh, uh, he took the guy down. They stood him up. That was bullshit. It was a bad stand-up. But then once he stand-up, he sort of like went for a kick, tripped, just fell against the cage. The guy jumped on top of him. Threw in a rear naked choke, no hooks in. Mayhem taps.
1: Yeah, he didn't have he didn't have any hooks in. He was throwing punches, from back mount, hitting Mayhem, and he's like tr- he was like doing this like yeah, yeah, yeah. head dance like head bobble trying to move, did, and like all of a sudden just too, sunk sort of. it.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, you know. And it look, I, I spoke to Mayhem since then. We've been texting. You know, oh, I was going to say he, he said uh, he said, listen, um, you know, I took no injuries. I didn't get hurt. It was fun. The only thing that was really bruised was my ego, uh, which was, I thought it was, you know. Has he
2: said anything about the uh, the 24 pounds? <laughs> no. I, I, I didn't want to
0: get into damn that shorts. subject. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> like, you, you, you go to Italy, right? You, they fly you to Italy. You're there for a week. Like, you have to know that you're. Two, There's no 20, way you don't know. You'd have
1: to know you're 24 no, pounds that, over. That,
2: to me, seems like the only way that could happen is if you like, you're like, all right, I'm going to do this cut, and then you kind of break and fuck up and eat and then just say, well, fuck it. I'm just going to keep eating. And
0: do you think <laughs> he told the promoter like, beforehand, oh, look, I'll do the fight, but I'm not going to make weight, and then, and, then, and then the promoter said, don't worry, we'll just do a switcheroo, or do you think he actually went in there, attempt to fight? Like, Given who
2: we're talking about, probably the latter.
0: He actually went in there and like, said, fuck it. They'll, they'll, they'll let me fight, even if I'm 24 pounds heavier? I mean, because if he doesn't they fight... They kind of needed the name. Yeah. What? They needed
1: the name. Yeah. To be honest with you, he was the most like, the most recognizable yeah, name on most, the card. promotions wouldn't let him fight, though. No, but this is Italy. Where was this? Italy.
2: Yeah. Italy. it? Italy.
1: Italy. An, it's an Italian... know
2: uh, he knows that and knows that his name is a big draw. So may, maybe he was willing to risk it.
0: But he needs the money. He money. Uh, he needs money uh so he, he definitely i mean he must have known i might not get paid i don't think he got paid what he would have gotten
1: oh, if i don't he think have. so
0: i mean he probably said free trip to italy uh it'll be fun i'll have a good time if i don't fight fuck it i i don't get hurt they send me home who cares
1: you know right i think i think one of the funnier parts too is he weighed in and then luke's on the side like getting ready to walk up <laughs> way in and he's just looking around like do I even fucking walk up now? Like yeah, what am I doing? That's and then the point. and then the promoter was like, "No, come on, Luke." Yeah. And they did the stare And I'm like, "Why is this, this is never going to happen." <laughs> and they're like, "Well, you know, you could still fight him. It wouldn't be for the title, and you'd get 30% of his purse." And Luke's like, "I'm not fucking fighting. I'm on weight. He's Luke, 25 he's, pounds Luke over." Like,
0: shrinked out. I mean, he was yeah. he's 6 foot. He's a big dude, nine. To make 185. Yeah. He he was pissed. At the same time, he had an easier fight. He got paid the same. I mean, I think it might have been an easier fight, but he doesn't get the name on his thing.
4: I, I, I think it's so much sell for there's, him. There's
2: part of that. Like, it's like a you. It's seriously disrespectful for him not to have tried to make the way weight. From Luke's perspective, so I get like you didn't even you didn't even fucking try. Yeah, I'm not going to do like, <laughs> well, there's, there's, this fight. You know,
1: there's like this other thing, and we, and we had him in studio, and we've heard him on different interviews, mayhem, and I'm not exactly sure. If he believed this, or if it was a like a joke? Oh come on, that was a joke. N- but he was running around <laughs> for the weeks leading up, months leading up to the fight, going, "I'm fighting Josh Barnett, and I'm going to fuck him up." And he's like, "I got to put on some weight. I got to put on some weight." And it starts to make hope you Josh think. Is to this. <laughs> no, but he was, but <laughs> oh, he Josh also, yeah, yeah, he also saying, said Luke Rockhold. Barnett. He's like, "I'm fighting Rockhold. I'm getting that UFC title." I'm uh, yeah. like. You're never going to get fucking close to you. So he, he's like, I got to put on weight. I'm fighting Josh on Barnett. He said, he goes, he, goes, he
0: goes, the truce is over. Me and you, Josh. Like they had a truce to not fight too. Like, yeah, mayhem is legitimately funny. But I told him, I said, look, it was, it was nice to see you back in the cage doing what you do best. And the sad part about the whole thing was how easily he could have beaten his opponent had he been in shape. Had he even, I mean, he took the guy down with such ease. And he's not, he's not even a wrestler, mayhem. Uh, you know, it just, it's just it's sad because he might be top ten most talented fighters who didn't achieve their potential in in, in, in some ways. I mean, I you got to yeah. because he's so talented. I mean, you got here's a guy with a, with they even that said, just
2: makes it that much worse. You know, if you have that potential and you choose not to, you yeah, you know, not to take advantage of it.
0: But I think he had fun though. He even put on, on Facebook, "Hey guys, th- it, it was nice doing something that I, I'm like I'm actually what I was born to do or something something nice on Facebook, you know." But I, I don't know if they're gonna give him another chance. How uh, long has
2: it been since he left Spot? Four years.
1: Four years. Yeah. Yes. Really? <clears throat> UFC 146 against C.B. Dalloway. It's been
0: four wow. years, but since then he's just going to... I mean, but he has a guy, he has wins over Robbie Lawler. He yeah, has like wins he has over some of the best in Tim the business. Kennedy. and
1: he's And even if he doesn't have the wins, he's fought GSB. the best in the business. Yeah, so anyway, yeah.
0: back to uh, more fights in that card. Matt Hamill needs to hang it up. Matt Hamill fought? He got knocked yeah, out by Sokaju. he got Sokidu. knocked out by
1: Sokidu, I think. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know about this. Wasn't it like 37 man. seconds into the 37 first?
0: seconds. Uh, yeah, Matt Hamill... Look, Matt Hamill, you are a pioneer. You are such a legend for deaf, for disabled people. Unbelievable what you've accomplished. you got to stop fighting. It's now becoming sad.
2: Did he not? I mean, so, so could you knocked him out, but how did Hamill look up until that point? Uh, Hamill just
0: kind quick. of Hamill just rushed him. So could you hit two uppercuts. fight was over. Done. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but I don't understand this. Hamill, I don't think he needs the money. I think he lives in, in like, I don't know where he lives. I think upstate New York.
1: He lives in um, near Pennsylvania. No, but my friend just opened a gym (laughs) with him and Claudia Gedalia in East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think he was in
1: his corner, too.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's living in some kind of Beverly Hills mansion. He probably has a ton of money. What are you doing? Uh, I'll tell you what, the Paul Harris fight. Oh, so pissed. Paul Harris got knocked out in a minute and a half, and that's the way to beat Paul Harris. Look. When you get a guy like Paul Harris, uh, Paul Harris, Damian Maya, these leg locks, these jiu-jitsu specialists, it th- seems like the only way you're going to win is to knock these guys out early and keep it standing. And that's what this kid did and uh, got a big win on his resume. And a lot of people were really happy about Paul.
1: You, you, you weren't happy about this? No, I like Paul Harris. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Paul Harris. Um, Even though he
0: doesn't let go of people's l- limbs?
2: It's hard because he seems like such an, a nice guy otherwise. He's, but he's, then there's that whole thing of, yeah, you're totally
1: trying to... <clears throat> he's a lot different in person jujitsu, yeah. than he is in there. And, and, you know, there's people that have been defending him and saying, you know, he doesn't do it on purpose or whatever. I, I'm not going to speak to or speculate to that matter. But in terms of, you know, I, I'm a fan of his. I like a lot of the jujitsu guys. guys. Um, but the guy he fought, I think his name was Emil Meek. Yeah. And... uh Dude came out. His celebration was like forty-five minutes long when he knocked him out. He's just running around like a uh, Spartan style, just screaming and going crazy. I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Yeah. You just got
2: Rando knocked out, Paul Harris. You deserve to celebrate. Yeah, you yeah. got
1: you got the best win of your career right there. A guy who has wins over, uh, you know, Jake Shields, and, Paul Harris. Yeah. Uh, I'll
0: tell you one thing though. Um, I like the whole Venator thing. I don't think they made any money. I mean, it looked like there was oh, like 50 no. people there, and they have paid all these huge fighters to go yeah, over there. they
2: must have paid up quite a lot in purse for that, I
0: imagine. But I liked uh, John Morgan and Michael <coughs> Chiesa were both the announcers, but they did a great job.
1: Well, I, think, um, I think the other thing that fucked them was, you know, you go to their site, and they're like, yeah, you could buy our stream, and it was a 20-fight card. There was 20 fights. You could buy our stream for eight bucks, or you can go to Bloody Elbow and watch it for free. Yeah, I watched and it on I, MMA Junkie for free. How, how's that working out? <laughs>
0: I don't know, but I'll tell you one thing. The guy, the promoter got into a fight with Ray Cepho online. Yeah. yeah. And Cepho wants to... Online,
3: okay. Yeah, on Twitter. Twitter.
0: And Cepho challenged the guy to a a fight in the Octagon or wherever he said. So Ray Cepho wants to fight that guy, Frank. Does that guy Frank train? Does the
2: promoter actually fight?
1: Yeah. Does the promoter fight? I don't even know who the promoter is. Frank Medigar
0: or something? Or Medigan or... Meg- I don't I mean, know. That's We're-
2: kind of a loaded challenge for Ray Seppo <laughs> to challenge some guy to a fight. I well, mean, that was like Tito funny. and
0: Dana. But he's like- talking all kinds of shit, this guy, Frank, though. He-, he-, he goes off on the UFC, goes off on World Series. Like, he's. But I I think we're going to try to get a press conference between the promoters, between Ray Seffo and Frank, uh, (laughs) and try to have it on the – we have to. Ray would fucking
1: murder him. Of
0: course he would. Ray would murder him.
1: (laughs) Ray was my Muay Thai coach for three years, and I used to watch him kick pads. Martin Campman held pads for him in the gym sometimes at night at Extreme Couture. And when Ray threw even a leg kick at these pads, I'm across the gym, like, quivering in my – Fucking little shoes. I. This dude, I would not fuck with Ray. Why are you wearing shoes at the gym? Because I was Maybe leaving. Maybe
2: they were wrestling shoes. Yes. No. I wasn't
1: training. I was there. I used to hang out there all the time. I got you. I
2: was trying to give you an out there. Yeah. yeah
1: I, I, I've actually never worn a pair of wrestling shoes.
2: All
1: right. Speaking of wrestling shoes,
0: so you're training with uh, Calgary Chapel, right? Weren't oh. you?
2: Uh, I go to Bray High School and wrestle with them.
0: Bray High School. Mm-hmm. I thought you were at Calgary Chapel for some reason. Oh, I had a whole story about that. <laughs>
2: <I was laughs> well, there that you were trying to go with that I'll tell the whole story.
0: <laughs> I remember when I saw you, you said you were a you're Bray High School how's the Bray yeah. High School wrestling team?
2: Great, great. Their head coach there, um, Fergus McTiger is awesome. He helps coach Josh and he works with me and you being
0: team. this like beautiful lady, are the kids Do they get boners or anything or no?
2: Dude, I think they're just like, Oh my god, she she could beat me up. <laughs> that's kinda, that's kinda <laughs> Is
0: the his name
1: really Fergus McTiger?
2: Yeah, he's from Ireland.
1: That could be and the greatest the name I've ever heard. Fergus in my life. McTiger. Fergus, Fergus McTiger. McTiger. Oh, well, that's I thought, amazing.
0: I think wrestling. Wait a minute. So Calvary Chapel. I'll tell us story anyway. <laughs> so my first year coach of wrestling, I had just got the job. I was on Craigslist, and they're like looking for wrestling coach. I needed like extra income. I'm like I could, I could coach wrestling. So I go there, and the first guy that I actually interviewed uh, had the job before me, but he asked the guy, this guy Paul, if he could use the mats for the Adult Wrestling League, which I guess turned out to be the Adults, Transgender, Naked Wrestling League, which they Googled. It was a bunch of naked people on the website just wrestling, like adults, and they were like, no. So I go in there, they're like, do you know anything about the Adult Wrestling League? I'm like, no, look, like, you're hired. So, <laughs> so I ended up, I had, a, I had a show, I had to go to Africa. And, Are you a pedophile? No, all right, done. <laughs> that's pretty much it, really. <laughs> yeah. So I go to Africa, I was going to Africa for the military to do shows in Djibouti, Africa. Oh, and. Cool in uh in korea i did this, this whole trip korea guam and africa so i needed like an assistant coach so my friend dixon he told me he wrestled before so i'm like oh hey listen so i, I bring him in he watches me one practice i go you can have these kids for two weeks it's, you know keep coaching wrestling they're, they're brand new i didn't realize he had wrestled in the ecw like farm league like he extreme champ like wwe pro wrestling pro yeah. Pro wrestling yeah yeah <laughs> So I get back right, and the first match, the kids are all doing like pile drivers. They're doing figure fours, like like what? The, I remember the one kid had my kid in a single leg, and it's, and his his way of defending was to, defense was to do a somersault out of it. Like you know how like they kick off the leg, which, yeah. which looks cool, but I'm like, the fuck was that? Like I'm like who's t-? like literally the kids are going for like Boston crabs and. <laughs> Was a, He's doing a camel clutch. What's happening? I was like, Dixon, I thought you really wrestled. He's like, oh, I did. I'm like, well, then why are these kids going for like rock bottoms and shit and like not really wrestling? So we wrestle against Calvary Chapel, which at the time or still is like a great wrestling team in California. My kids are all first year wrestlers. or They're all terrible except for a couple athletic kids and they're still terrible. So these kids. I hope, I hope they don't listen to your podcast. This is, like, this is 10 years ago. So, but I'm sure they're in college or whatever. So, the, the Calvary Chapel, before the match, they put their hands in and they go, Go Jesus, right? And, and then my kids are like. Laughing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> laughing their asses off. Like, my, kids, my kids are like charter school kids. They're busted in. They're like kind of cool kids like, from like different demographics. They're like, Did they say Go Jesus? They're all on the floor laughing, right? <laughs> Dude, th- these kids fucked us up so bad. Uh, like, I think we, I think we had one kid win a match. I think, I think all the kids converted by the end of the match to G- Judith to to Christianity. But anyway, I thought I was going to tell you that story. It was that, that was, you wrestle for them?
2: I, I don't, I don't know if I could. If I could handle a go Jesus chant oh, come from the on. team I was wrestling
0: with, does Jesus really need a cheer? Like at what point? Like
2: <laughs> Jesus wants—that's like when everyone thinks God when they win. Like yes, because God wanted you to go beat that guy. Yeah, that's part of the grand plan.
0: Yeah, the other guy doesn't believe in God. Just, just you, so ridiculous. Now, are you? Are you an atheist? Are you Christian? Are you?
2: I'm atheist. Atheist. I practice Buddhism, but not as a religion. As a, I guess, essentially philosophy. But Buddhism is atheistic anyway. So yeah, I don't, There's no. Mexico what is the Josh worship
0: Satan? Around. What does Josh do? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Really? No. Oh,
2: I mean, he would. He, he likes the whole pagan things. The Viking things are rad, but he's atheist, too.
0: Nice. Now, just now uh, the whole thing with your ex, John Wood, Do you guys talk at all or did, no, it, it ended badly, no, that right? Did not, that did not end well. Were you the one who sold all the stuff and had a fire sale when no, you moved he out? Kept
2: all, I moved out and he kept all my stuff and won't let me get it.
0: Oh, I think that was Amber.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah with Mike, his, Pyle uh,
0: Mike Pyle buying yeah. half the shit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. But just to recount this. So John's ex-wife sold all his shit in his house, and John's best friend bought a bunch of it and, kept <laughs> it and <laughs> wouldn't give it back to John. So so Mike Pyle's house was filled with all of John's I stuff. I like John, though. I, I, I mean, I'm
0: sure I don't, I'm, I don't know him as well as I, you I,
2: I liked him for a while, too. Yeah. I don't,
0: I don't know him as well. I have not been as intimate. Sometimes you don't know people. You seem very normal, though, which is what kind of scares me a little bit about you you seem way too like she's got she's got to
1: be the ying uh, to josh barnett's yang
0: yeah well josh barnett scares me i i i i, I, look, I hate josh and i walk away like like hoping he doesn't like, when
2: josh is when josh is in certain modes he is he can be very scary
0: yeah
1: my ex yeah. got in a fight with josh at a ufc fan expo four years ago over a marker what? it was over a sharpie he was i had him sign something for me and then like 13 people swarmed josh so he was signing stuff. And my girl's like, can I just have my fucking marker back? And this is my ex. She's my ex now, my girl at the time. I'm like, you're on your own with this one. And I just <laughs> walked away. I'm like, that's Josh Barnett. I'm not, you can no. ask nicely. Yeah, I was just like, I'm not getting involved in this. He'll kill both of us. <laughs> <laughs> who, who does Josh want to fight
0: next?
3: Uh,
2: I don't know. I, I saw something. Well, I think he would have liked to fight Overeem, but Overeem beat. Um, who did Overeem just beat?
0: Arlovsky. Oh, Arlovsky. Arlovsky.
2: So maybe Arlovsky and Josh. That makes sense.
0: Who do you want to fight next?
2: Who do I want to fight next? I want to fight Tanya next, but that's not going to happen. So I'll fight whoever the hell I need to fight so that I can fight Tanya again.
0: You guys have the, you probably, you guys ever do like, you should do tag team wrestling, you and Josh.
2: Shayna and I wrestled each other. Really? Yeah. I had a pro wrestling match against Shayna Baszler? Yeah. Who won? She, uh, she armbarred me. Again? Again. I armbarred her in a catch wrestling match, so. Oh, okay. We were one and one and now she's up one.
0: Nice. And now, what uh, organization was this?
2: Premier Wrestle. They're up in Gilroy.
0: Okay. Is it California? Yeah, Where Northern California. California.
2: It's, it's in the Bay.
0: What was your name?
2: I wrestled as my real name.
0: Co- you didn't have, like, a Colleen something?
2: Well, he's the, I wanted to do a whole persona, but they had already put me on there as Colleen Schneider. Because that because people know who I am through fighting, so they wanted to leverage that. It's like I want to just be a character. Be yeah, seriously,
0: that's the whole point, right? And what, what does Shanna go by?
2: Shanna Baszler. <laughs> I'm so. Whatever disappointed. happened to like hacksaw
0: or the no, hungry A lot, Tunk a man lot of or...
1: people aren't doing these like what it, like exorbitant yeah. gimmicks anymore.
2: Adam, what would you make my name though? If you were going to give me a pro wrestling name, what would it be?
1: Uh uh
0: I don't know. Maybe like. <laughs> The hot chick,
3: no, all right, forget it. Never mind. She's
1: say
2: hot chick. might be a lesbian. <laughs> okay, so I went to this thing yesterday. It's a Dyke Day LA because my friend does leather work, like boot blacking, and yeah. I needed her to stretch out a pair of my boots. So she's like, "Oh, just come by Dyke Day," and I, I, <laughs> I like, I just fit in so well. The whole oh, like the shaved were... hair and I'm all ripped and like, were they hitting they all, on you? Yeah, I got some. I got some love. You look. <laughs> by the way, you're one of the
0: girls that can pull off short and long hair. I, when I met you, Thank you had you. long hair. and then you cut it short. Normally, I don't like that. I'm just, i am mean, just—I'm just—I'm more of a long hair kind of guy. Uh, but you're very—it looks good on you. Thank you. Looks good now. When it's too short, it, I, I could—I could see Dyke Day being a very popular day for you. So the uh, next time you go
1: get a haircut, <laughs> you better consult with Adam yeah, first. Yes. Yeah,
0: Nice. I don't know what your nickname would be. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Maybe. I mean, according to Tanya, it's like hairy beef. But uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. It's not a hair. That's what Tanya said. I, I, I didn't believe that it. That she did. I didn't. I honestly didn't believe it because I was like looking. No, no. I honestly I no, I, I, <laughs> I was
2: plenty of pictures of me kicking with my legs. Straddled. Yeah, Anyone could really verify the fact that there's there's not there. She's
0: so funny, though. Yeah, no, she didn't want to give you much. I was like, dude, she went five rounds Well, here's
2: the thing, too. Actually, this actually pissed me off. Because even before the fight, I'm like, no, I like Tanya. I think she's a good fighter. Whatever, she's cool. But then uh, after the fight, she's talking about how it's one of her worst performances, and she's putting it on her. The reason it was one of her worst performances is because I shut down what she was trying to do. And to not give credit to that, I think, is is actually pretty shitty. She said
0: that you didn't let her in, like, the gym. She said that, right?
1: Yeah, she she said she went in to train in Vegas. For I think tough back in the day when you guys were getting ready for your tryout fights and I guess John Wood kicked her out of the gym because she was competition to you trying to make it on the show.
0: So that's why she was upset
1: with you.
2: I don't I don't even know (laughs) if that happened or not. And that, if it did, yeah. that sounds like John kicked her out. So yeah. I'm not sure what that has to do. Even if he did it because of me, she, I don't even know that that happened. That's
0: what she said. That's why she was upset. She said that you were that that she thought, thought it was lame because she wanted to train at the gym and she couldn't train at the gym because because.
2: And you, she held on to that for years and is still upset about that. You know, and, that might be that might be why you're you know have yeah. a chip on your shoulder about something. Oh, things. she has the biggest chip. But yeah, but, I was actually really like even after I fought Raquel, I'm in the cage. And I'm like, yeah, Raquel's fucking super tough. Respect to her. Prop, you know, props her for a good fight. And Tanya was just like, oh, I, w- I was off. I didn't... My worst seen, performance. Wasn't, I'm like, it was fucking...
0: Had, it was because of me. We had we, we had Panty on and she won't come back in the podcast because Tanya was so so rude to her. Uh,
2: Were they on together?
0: Yeah. Well, she, Tanya was
1: here. Panty was on Panty the phone. Panty called in and she was like, Panty's gonna
0: fight Cindy Dandois. And I was like, who do you think's gonna win? And Tanya's like, oh, Panty... She just dismissed Panty. And then... It was really rude. This but, was
2: after they had fought? Yeah.
0: It was like last week. But uh, I honestly, I just think that's how Tanya is. Like, I don't think it's necessarily... A ca- I'm not sure if it's a character flaw. I just think she looks at it as everybody's competition and kind of how Rhonda is, sort of. Like, yeah,
2: but I feel like she's had to like fight her way through everything. And there's different ways you can deal with that. And the way she deals with that is just to choose to see everything as a fight and everyone is against her. Yeah, That's why, like, I don't... I'm not going to be offended about her saying I'm fucking hairy. She just, she just said shit to get a reaction because she thinks it's funny. And, I, you know, like, why would I bother to even Of
0: course, be of course. offended by it? I, I, I'm 100%. So we have two guys that are fighting each other, Pat Healy and Jay-Z Cavacante. This should be a, a war. Uh, Pat Healy is a beast. Jay-Z Cavacante is a beast. He hasn't fought, It's 2014, though.
1: Can we ask uh, Pat Healy if Benny Vincent? <laughs> Gets the best of Oh them. yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah. <laughs>
0: absolutely. Did you have a memory like a fucking hawk, right?
2: A memory like a hawk?
1: I don't know. Yes. Please
4: leave your message oh, for five, six, one.
0: Not this shit again. All right. Uh, who? Wait, uh, who is that? Let's call Pat first.
2: Hey. Well, first you go.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of stuff. If you actually would ever ask me to come on the show. Can't win. Hey, I'm here. You
2: just needed CB to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> <get one>. yeah.
0: <laughs> Come on. Are you fucking kidding me? Your call has been forwarded. That, that was Pat? All right. If you listen to this podcast, just turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's try Pat again. No one fucking listen. Nobody picks up the phone.
2: Let's just impersonate them. I'll yeah. be Pat. All
3: right. Hello? <laughs> uh, uh.
1: Alright. Uh, uh, <laughs> bon <dia, he's>, uh, <laughs> Alright.
0: If uh, if neither of these guys call, we're calling Don Fry again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what
0: if Don Fry picks up? We'll talk to him. All right. So we we tried Jay Z. Your Pat? call has been forwarded. Okay. So we tried Jay Z and Pat, and neither of them are picking up. So we're gonna call Don Fry again. All right. If if, if, if it's an answer machine, uh, Colleen, I'm gonna have you leave a message. Don
2: Fry. (laughs) Is there any information you would like me to convey to
1: Don Fry? Nothing, whatever you want. We left him one last time.
4: (laughs) Hi, this is Don Fry. I'm out chasing my horse right now. So if you want to leave a message, and once I catch him, I'll call you back. Thank you.
3: At the tone,
4: please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options.
0: Hey, Don Fry, what's up? It's Adam Hunter. I'm here again on the MMA Roasted Podcast. I'm here with Colleen Schneider. She wants to talk to you.
2: Don, we left you a message a while ago, and we haven't heard back from you. So the only thing I can surmise is that you are not very good at catching your horse.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, you heard that, Don Fry? Shots fired. Listen, Don, uh, hope all is well, man. We want to have you on the podcast. Uh, Hope you're doing good. You're catching your horse. You got a great mustache. Uh, Josh Barnett wants to fight you. Am I right?
2: No, why not? No, why-
0: he probably wants to drink a beer with you. Josh Barnett wants to drink a beer with you. Me, you, Josh Barnett, uh CB Gold. Anything you want to say, to Don Fry? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Okay, listen, Don. Hope all is well, man. You are the shit, dude. Your 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 fight with Takeyama was one of the best fights I've ever seen. You guys just threw bombs at each other. It was awesome. Uh, you had great fights with Dan Severn. Uh, did you fight Dan Severn? Uh, I think he did fight Dan Severn. Uh, you've, you've had so many epic wars, Don Fry. Uh, you were the UFC ultimate, ultimate champion. You're a good dude. Uh, you were in those Priceline commercials. You got a great mustache. You, uh, you're a man's man. Even though you're voting for Donald Trump, I, I, I still support you. Uh, you're Don fucking Fry, man. I'm gonna keep talking till all the, uh, space on your answer machine is gone. Okay, so we're gonna talk to you for five more minutes. Don fucking Fry, man. You're the man. Listen, uh, Don Fry. Listen, come on the fucking podcast. Why are you ducking the podcast, Don? Seriously, come on the MA Roasted Podcast. Hang out with us. You're the best, Don
2: Fucking Fry. Take care, brother. We all just had to take our earphones off because Adam was yelling so all loud. Right,
0: so Don that learned, was Fry. That was Don Fry. I
1: learned my lesson leaving voicemails for people.
2: Yes. So uh, <laughs> you're fighting against Dan Severn was the best. Wait, did he fight Dan Severn? <laughs> <laughs> now, what'd you call it?
1: Tankyamo? Tankyamo,
0: right? Before Tekiyama. Takeyama, I don't know, that was one of the best fights ever when they just threw punches at each other. So listen, so uh, uh, we're going to call Natasha uh, Kingsbury <laughs> right now since, uh, I don't know, every week that someone doesn't pick up, we're going to call Don Fry. That's the new rule of the MMA Roasted podcast. So if
2: Natasha doesn't pick up, are we calling Don yes. Fry again? <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> I like the way you think. You are the physics major. That's why you, uh, you
1: graduated and I didn't. Did you uh, contact our press conference guys by... Something other than our random phone number that's calling them? Uh, who? No. Jay-Z and, uh... No,
0: but I, whatever. They, they, they... No. Uh... I
1: don't know, because sometimes you text them, and then they're like, oh, okay, I'm ready. Yeah, I should have done that.
0: I don't... Oh, I don't, you don't have a phone today? Uh, I don't care anymore. We're calling Natasha and Kyle. <laughs> and then, uh... And then maybe we'll try, we'll try him again. He doesn't
1: care anymore, which means this is the last show, and this is going to become the CB Gold Roasted podcast.
0: Yeah, the CB Roasted? No, it's not. It's not going to be, ever going to happen. <laughs> that, that, that will never happen. I will I'm fucking... starting my
1: own. You didn't hear? Right, go ahead, please. No, I'm just fucking kidding.
0: It'll be called In the Bushes, uh, where you hop out of the bush. No, I'm kidding. You should, in, you should have a show
1: called You've
0: Been Graft, where you fucking, you pop out of somewhere and ask for an autograph. You don't think it's a—no? All right, fine. Just... Oh, don't o- don't open with that one, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. You don't think you've been grasped as good? No. All yeah, right. No. Speak. All right.
3: Hello?
0: Hey Natasha, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. You're on the MA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I am here with Colleen Schneider and CB Gold. How you doing? Good. How
5: are you? And Kyle's here too.
0: Kyle, how's it going, buddy? It's going great. It's an honor. Um, it's such an honor to have this beautiful couple uh, on the podcast. You guys, you guys are kind of make me sick though, because you guys are way too happy. Uh, you guys are always posting these beautiful pictures of you guys and your uh, great bodies and your happiness. It, it's it's <laughs> life goals, man. My my, my goal is to all, to be as happy as you two. It's
4: all Photoshop.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> So so, what's going on? Natasha, I, I saw you at the Invicta card uh, with Colleen when she was the main event, along with uh, Tanya. You look great. Uh, are you, are you, are you, are you uh, loving Invicta or what?
5: Yeah, I'm loving being back. Um, I wish there were more shows, but uh, it's fun that they're in California now and Vegas, not just in Kansas City anymore.
0: Now, how come your sister was on the last one and not, not this one? Did you fire your sister?
5: I fired her. No, um, she lives in Vegas and so I try to keep um some fresh faces so it's not the same girls all the time. So she'll be she'll probably work Vegas cards and then I'll use California girls for the California show.
0: So you hire the girls?
5: Uh yeah. Shannon from the beginning she she hired me first and then was like, Hey, I'm gonna give you kind of put you in charge of picking the other girls and, and gave me a, a basic um outline of what she wants she doesn't want just randoms representing strong women. She wants strong, fit, healthy women to be able to stand behind these athletes <laughs> because you can't just be uh, it's not just about being hot it's about being kind of the full package so I kind of have that in mind when I'm hiring girls. usually they're my friends too
0: right right now, now so how do you how do you do that you have like an open casting or do you interview them or <laughs> Do you audition them? No,
5: I, no, I don't, there's no, I I think that's kind of ridiculous. It's just kind of based off of people who I know that are um, just healthy minded, healthy body, and just kind of, uh, Shannon wants strong women representing strong women. She doesn't want, like I said, she doesn't want it to be just about, oh, she's beautiful. Like if people go to follow any of the girls that I hire, they're hopefully going to be inspired and, and think that we represent the athletes well.
0: That Asian girl was pretty hot. The last one.
2: Oh yeah, yes, she's gorgeous. Yeah, that's really cool that Shannon uh, has you doing that and running that, and that's the directive she gave you for it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah.
5: How are, how are you, Colleen? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm good. I'm bummed I missed you. Afterwards, I I met your your man meet after <laughs> <laughs> so really quick. <laughs> i'm gonna because start calling josh my I, man i feel meat. stupid because i'm like i'm pretty sure and uh Hinato was yeah yeah that's exactly who you thought it was i was like oh okay i feel like a dummy but yeah <laughs> that's really i i didn't realize that you guys were an item oh yeah how, how uh how, been, how behind am i
2: <laughs> we, it's been a few years so that's okay i don't expect people yeah. to keep up with my personal life
0: <laughs> yeah no the,
5: I, I think since i became a mom it's like I have time to kind of quickly look through things and then the rest of the time it's mom duty.
0: Yeah. No, you're always By the way, uh yeah, you, you uh you look great by the way. Both of you look uh you look great. Now, how did how did Kyle get you? Because this is this is uh we have to know. Like when there's a girl who's like a 10, Kyle, what did you do?
4: Well, I'm still figuring it out. But, uh <laughs> I I'm, I'm not quite sure. You know, when we met we were on a tour for the troops. We were doing like a USO style goodwill tour. And um you know, I was in a relationship so I just treated her like my punk sister. You know, I farted in her face and cracked jokes and <laughs> I wasn't trying to hit on her, you know, I was just being myself and being funny and goofy and and then later on when I became single, uh, that was I guess the the magic foundation that kinda of picked
3: her. Hello?
5: So Yeah, there was there was no trying to be on our best behavior or trying to look good. We were just ourselves because there wasn't a he was in a relationship, so it was like, "All right, he's taken." Uh, no one's, no one's trying to put on a good, a good front. So that was nice because right out the gate, there was that we already know each other. I was dating other people. We were just kind of, we were just friends. Like you said, he legitimately did fart in my face in front of everyone <laughs> on the tour. No. And <laughs> I always thought farts and poops and everything are really funny. It's never bothered me, so I thought it was really funny. So
2: you were like, that's the man um, I'm going to marry. You right
5: there. Yeah. And like that ambiance. It was like, I <laughs> something about that attractive. me.
4: Yeah. Who would have known that would have been the proper bait to dangle in front of her?
5: <laughs> now, now, it was now. actually like a year later that we, he actually was maybe less than a year, he became single, and it was a couple months after that. Um. I was like, well, he's been single for a couple months
1: really?
5: and we're friends. Let's see where this goes. So, and it basically, we started talking in November of 2012. And then I moved out into the, uh, February 2013. Wow. So, and it's, I mean, but it's been, it's flowed and honestly the hardest, probably the hardest year has just kind of been this year since so it's been an adjustment of now we have a kid finding um the new the new flow to things not that it's like our relationship is hard it's just hard in general you finding,
4: know finding mean? finding sanity with a, a lack of <laughs> sleep on a consistent basis
5: yeah so communication has been uh has gotten even better
4: <laughs> wow
0: yeah no um i mean you guys are an adorable couple i uh I, it, it's a, it's really nice to see. I remember I remember meeting. Um, I always thought that you, Natasha, you were the nicest out of all the ring girls. You were always the coolest. Uh, you and Jade's also oh, super cool, you. but you were always really nice. And then you didn't you didn't have this like air of like I'm hot. You, you you're honored to be talking to me. Like you had you had something where it was like you actually made the person you were talking to feel good about themselves. Which uh, is a thank ra- you. A very rare.
5: I. Every time someone has written, uh, you know, people, the the people that like to write mean things on social media, anytime people had, and especially after I won the contest for the UFC spot, um, I had a lot of people like, she's not hot, she shouldn't have won. And that's fine. That's never bothered me. But and I've always my response has always been, I'm pretty sure you like me if you met me. I don't don't care if you think I'm hot or not, but I'm pretty sure you'd like me because I was always an athlete. I never cared like in high school. I never did my makeup. I never did my hair. Like I was always very focused on my my sport and school. And so I think because of that um, blossoming into having, you know, being pretty and all that, I, I think I had a good base, a good foundation where I knew and I never thought that that was important because that will fade. I'll be old. I'll be wrinkly someday. But I think having a good soul, having good character, making people feel good is really what it what matters.
0: Uh, that's great. preach on. Now, are you and Kyle yeah. nudists? <laughs> what?
5: Kind of, yeah. Well, pretty much. Like, if our neighbors <laughs> haven't seen us butt naked, I'd be surprised. We're always naked at
0: <laughs> <I don't>... home. <laughs> s- s- seriously, I'm, I'm honestly like, uh, I have a feeling that you guys just walk around butt naked. This is true, correct?
4: Yeah, pretty much. I think that's, uh, <laughs> I'm think i always trying to get my son that way. I'm like, ah, he doesn't need this diaper on. We're outside. Let's
3: get him. Hello. Yeah,
5: just yesterday, I came home from doing laundry, and he came running out like, yeah, he had diaper on, and he just tore his own diaper off. Wow. And I was like, okay, cool, until he turned around, and there was poop on his butt, and then I was like, ah, catch him.
4: He's talking about me, obviously.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, Kyle, I, I was – So he uh, – Go on. Yeah. No, Kyle, I was listening to your—
5: No, I was going to say, he, he doesn't like clothes either. Like, any time I'm putting clothes on him, he gets really mad. So um, I think he just runs in the genes.
0: In in you guys were definitely born in the wrong generation. You guys should have been born in the 60s <laughs> or grew up in the 60s. Now, now, now Kyle, I was, I was watching your, your interview last night with Rogan, and you were talking about taking ayahuasca and uh, uh, DMT and, like, hallucinogenics. Uh, tell me, why should I do that?
4: Why should you do that? Was that yeah, the question? Yeah. Well, man, that's tough. I don't think everyone should do it because, um, you know, when you pull back the curtain, sometimes you you are uh, afraid of what you see, but it really is just, it's been one of the best things that I've ever done in my life. One of the most profound um, tools for perspective change and just really kind of coming to grips with the past and. And just having a better understanding of myself, my relationships, and and my actions towards others and things like that. I mean, it's it's uh, it's incredible for reflection. You know, I don't think there's many things like it.
0: So what happens? So you, you take you like take this stuff, and then you just start seeing different colors or having realizations, or you're like, man. What? Yeah, I can.
4: I'll, I'll I'll give a a brief end on it. Obviously, uh, I mean, I could talk for three hours and not cover every detail, but. Basically, uh, they take this tea that's that's brewed for about a day, and it's from two plants in the Amazon, and uh, one of them kind of shuts down. Yeah. And uh, maybe within an hour, you start to kind of feel it working in your hand. You kind of feel uh, this rush of energy. and All right, yeah, so you see the kaleidoscope of geometrical shapes, and it's really quite beautiful. And then uh, some point after that, you, uh, you go through La Perga, which is kind of the tough part that people would really lose interest if they were just reading about it online. Um and I that had. yeah, Natasha had heard about this, you know, I don't want to throw up and shit my pants in the woods and not have uh running water or anything like that. So she she was she was like, Why don't you try it first and see how it goes <laughs> and you can come back and tell me and uh you know, rightfully so, um I don't think that's a big turn on for people, but uh if you read on certain sites, you know, Westerners will say, Oh, this is because it's uh you know, it, it, it induces vomiting and all this science behind why it makes you puke. But the truth is, there's really some emotional stuff that's attached to what you purge. And um, it's pretty common that when you throw up, you're you're releasing some of that, you know, whether it's anger or sadness or fear. And as you kind of dump this out physically and uh, uh, energetically, you know, you, it's like a, a weight lifted off your chest. And then from there, you can kind of enter into a visionary state where you can, you know, if your eyes are closed, you'll slip in and out of consciousness where you're, you're just in the dream world, more or less. You know, if, uh, I guess how like a Native American would describe it. Uh, you know, he's going to the spirit world. <laughs> yeah, you could, But it's not like watching a movie where you're just this third party. I mean, you really, whether you see um, a dragon or some weird thing or you talk to a snake, it's very personal. You know, whatever you see is is really detailed for you. Um, so to give an example, cause that's kind of vague, my very first vision on my very first ceremony, uh, I was Natasha arguing with me and it was mm-hmm. every argument we had ever had in our entire relationship sped up and I had her boobs, I had the hair, I was <laughs> short and I was looking up at me screaming in my face, but everything that was coming out of my mouth was in, in, worded in a way that Kyle would understand it. And when I pulled out of that vision, I mean, I had just overwhelmed with tears, and and, uh, it totally changed kind of how I had felt about every individual argument we had ever had. You know, it just showed me a perspective shift in that, and uh, I knew there was love in, in every one of those arguments. I just, through our own filters and our own emotional states, when you have those arguments, you don't necessarily receive what the other person's message is. But having gone through that vision, it, it opened me up and changed the way that I viewed our relationship. And and really, you know, that, that was just one piece. I had several more visions that that particular ceremony. Wow. And uh, each one is new. You know, they're different every single time. And every time there's new lessons, every time there's more realizations. And, and you go into it with an intention where you have, you know, this idea of what you want to get from it. And like they say, uh, you don't always get what you want, but you get what you need. And I think that I've gotten but I've needed from each one and then gotten material in each one too. So
0: now where were you and Natasha when you guys did this?
6: We've been essential in South America and different places where it's legal. Um, I've heard there are places, uh, stateside where it might be a legal gray area. So <laughs> being, uh, uh, law abiding citizens, we wouldn't be able to talk about something like that if we knew of something like that. (laughs) Right. Uh, But yeah, I do hear other people have found local places uh, throughout the U.S. where Chauvin uh, will come up from the Amazon and and bring their brew and, and their teachings and and you can do ceremonies that way. But every time we've done it has been in Central and South America where it's completely legal.
0: No, every time I eat like a weed donut or something, I, I I sort of have a a little bit of an experience like this. Not even close to what you're talking about, but but I always get nervous that I'm never going to get back to normal. Like I like I always get like, oh fuck! I'm the rest of my life. I'm now going to be in this out of body experience, and then, then I finally go to sleep and I wake up and I have my own thoughts again. How long before you get back to being Kyle?
6: Well, there's a huge difference, honestly. He I feel different. like. Uh, cannabis edibles can be way stronger in terms of paranoia and and the holy shit factor. Um, Generally, you know, when you have that feeling with an ayahuasca ceremony, it kind of comes to a boiling point and then there's a purge and then it's very peaceful. I mean, the euphoria is, is incredible and that's not necessarily why you do it. You do it for the work and um, the realizations of what you get from it. But quite honestly, I think you have more of your whereabouts in that space than with any other psychoactive substance. I mean, you feel completely normal. You have your thoughts. You can really reflect, you know, when I come out of a vision and say there's 20 minutes before the next, I'm reflecting about that. I'm not, I'm not stoned. I'm not drunk. I'm not messed up in any way.
7: You know who you're laying by, you know, where you are. There's no, you're not confused.
6: Yeah. Do you, do you guys have sex on it or no? No, no, it's actually really frowned upon. In fact, you have to do a, Three days prior and three days after, you're not allowed to have any sex whatsoever. So there's a pretty strict protocol going into it with your diet, uh, what you cleanse, and not just you know fasting from certain foods, but also fasting from uh, violence, TV, any okay. type of negative music, things like that. So it really is kind of comprehensive in, in uh, the foundation that you lay out going into it and then coming out of it as well.
0: Wow. Now, Kyle, let's talk about your fighting for a sec. You've had some great fights in the UFC. Uh, I always thought one of your problems as a fighter was that you had too good of a chin uh, <laughs> or you could take a punch like I've never seen anybody take a punch before. Yeah, uh, Did you ever get nervous that you take too much damage?
6: Completely. And uh, you know what? I actually – I really agree with that statement. It wasn't until I fought Glover Teixeira where I just felt – just fucking annihilated after the fight. Like I was the only fight. And I talked about that on Rogan's where I was lost. I didn't know how to get back to the locker room. Um, and I couldn't ask anybody because I didn't want to get an extra medical suspension. But uh, you know, thinking about that fight, that was a fight where I didn't have any facial fractures. And that's happened in a couple other fights, obviously. But uh, in that fight, I mean, I really, I was dazed for a while, you know, and um, that's something, you know, if you, you look back and everything I'm learning about health and longevity and, and how I can put good things in my body and change the way that I think and, and operate and feel good, all that shit aside is kind of like, man, how much of a toll is this taking on my brain right now if somebody just kicked me in the face so hard that it, it busted my eye and my eyebrow? Yeah, I, mean, I, I
2: really, really feel you on that, too. Like That's my primary concern <laughs> with fighting. Anything else that happens, bone or joint-wise, I know my body can heal, but the the repetitive brain trauma is really a, really a serious thing.
6: It is. And there's nothing, you know, there's no pension. There's nothing down down the road for you, you know, to help you out. It's a, it's a pretty big deal.
2: On on a
7: side note, Colleen, I think you have one of the most beautiful faces I've ever seen. Like considering how much you train and how many fights you've had, you have a phenomenal face.
2: For now. Thank you. (laughs) So honestly, I would rather have my face get messed up than my brain. I value the latter more.
7: Well, Kyle's had some some teammates that were not much older than him. Who, while they're sparring or in training, they would be drooling and they wouldn't even know. Uh, so,
0: is that because you walk by?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
7: no. I mean, fair point. point but, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's a especially having children now and, and having that in the back of our you know his mind our mind. Is not wanting to be um, wanting to be just completely there for the kids as they you know as he ages as they get
5: older and not
6: uh... yeah if you hang out with older people and you see them forget their keys or they're having a conversation with you and they completely forget their train of thought and they they're tell just
7: the same story yeah they tell the <laughs> same <laughs> yes. story.
6: Yeah, you, you meet with them and they're telling the exact same story because uh, they completely forgot ever telling you those are normal people you know they're normal people in their sixties that have, are starting to slip in that direction and they didn't get hit in the face for a living for, for an extended period of time. So yeah, it's, I never want to be in that position. You know, if you've ever seen somebody with Alzheimer's or dementia, yeah, that's not a pretty picture. I mean, you're basically a prisoner in your own body. You don't have your memories. And um, yeah, that know, looking down uh, the light at the end of the tunnel for, for what we get paid and everything like that. I feel like I got everything I needed from fighting. Um, and obviously, you know, the, Losses played a huge factor. If I if I had been winning those fights, uh, I might still be doing it. But considering the pay, the fact that I had to work two jobs the entire time I was in the UFC, uh, the juice really wasn't worth the squeeze anymore.
0: How uh, how close were you to uh, playing pro football?
6: Not close at all. Uh, I feel <laughs> I feel like I was really good, and I could have played. Um, I could have started Division One football on a lot of teams, but I walked on at Arizona State, and I sat the bench. You know, I made travel squad. Uh, they gave me a couple of plays each game. Uh, I did really, really well against the starters in practice, but I never saw the field. So knowing that we had guys that started every game their entire career and still didn't make it pro. I mean, there really, there was no chance of me going pro. That's why I started training in MMA.
0: Are you, are you still suing the UFC?
6: Yeah, still suing them. That's still going on. <laughs> <laughs> How's
0: that going?
6: It's going good. You know, it's a really long process. Um, I think what it boils down to is kind of exposing the the practices that they're doing as a monopoly, monopsony, and um, really just changing, I think, what every major sport had to go through. Uh, the NFL went through it a couple of times in the 70s and then again in 2007. Just think a ballpark here. When the NFL players went on strike in 2007, they were fighting for 55% of the revenue in which the owners would get 45%. And uh, the judges sided with the players, and they end up getting fifty-five percent. Now, it's estimated that the fighters in the UFC total revenue, even with Connor's big payouts and guys like that, that it's still fifteen percent to the fighters and about eighty-five percent to the owners.
0: That's, that's not good. No bueno.
2: No, it's no bueno. Yeah, and I mean, outside of just pay things like, like health insurance and like you're talking about, we're, we're taking brain trauma that's going to affect us for the rest of our lives, and we're only receiving any revenue from this while we're actually doing it. And a fight union is so incredibly necessary and important.
6: Yeah. So much. Yeah. There's really so much more to it than just pay, but that's just one, one example for people to wrap their head around. But I mean, really, yeah. When you talk about medical insurance, the fact that they, Oh, we we're the first combat, uh, combat sport to do medical insurance. Well, it's, it's really injury insurance, you know, and you still have to pay $1,500 out of pocket. If you get hurt outside of a fight, So you still get a lot of fighters that go into the fight hurt, and then say, "Oh, hey, my shoulder went out in the fight."
0: Yeah, you know, happens all the time.
6: Please fix it free now. You know, (laughs) (laughs) they got to wait to get to get healed up. So, um, you know, and and really, what it boils down to, too, is just not allowing fighters to shop around. I know plenty of guys who had one fight left on their contract and were forced to resign because if they said no, I want to shop, then they got sat on the bench. That happened with Andre Arlovsky. It happened with a number of guys, and, and Arlovsky ended up. You know, they sat him for 11 months, finally had him fight, and they put him on the undercard against a really talented wrestler who they hoped was going to beat him. And, um, you know, just a lot of sneaky, underhanded shit like that that goes on. So I think a fighters association and kind of bringing these things to light will, will really help change that in the future.
0: Yeah, they just cut someone after a win recently. Who'd they cut? They cut someone last week after, I think, Mart- Martins? They think they, Lucas Martins? They cut somebody after a win last week. I was like, what the fuck?
6: Yeah, the rumors are that they're really trying to to cut as many people as they can to kind of show that their profits are better because they're trying to sell. Right. So they, they want to get rid of the company now and and really show that there's not a lot of overhead and there's a huge profit margin and and they're doing whatever they can as a, as a corporation to make that happen.
0: It's crazy. Man. I, I just you know it, it 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 is ridiculous. I mean, it's not even the UFC though. It's also like when I when I watch like Bellator. And the guy gets $1,500 and he's on the main card of a fight on TV, on Spike. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. The yeah. guy the guy in the commercial made fifty-five million times yeah. more than he did. <laughs>
6: like, what? Yeah, look what happened with uh, Will Brooks. He's the champ. They didn't re-sign him. Uh, same thing with Ben Askren. Yeah. You could say what you want about, about their style. It doesn't matter if they have a boring style. If they're winning and they're the the champions. I mean, that's it's ludicrous, the fact that they wouldn't be able to – to have an option to re-sign themselves and, and to get guaranteed money and all these things that go, that go into these contracts and other sports, especially as, as a defending champion.
0: Uh, that is ridiculous. Uh, on a lighter note. So your sister's really hot, Natasha. Um, <laughs> when you guys were growing up, were you two, the hot sisters in your town?
7: Uh, no, I mean, she was always the, the hot sister because she, I don't know. She's always looked like that, <laughs> but, um, We, I have two other sisters, a stepsister and two younger or three younger brothers. And um, she, I don't know, she, I, I don't know if we were the hot, I don't think we were the hot sisters, honestly. We were
2: homeschooled.
6: We
7: were home. I don't, I don't think so. They were the hottest
6: girls in their school.
2: (laughs) You, You seem very socially well adjusted for someone that was homeschooled.
6: Yeah.
7: yeah uh, well, my best friends all went to public school. And um, like when we went to church, like all, basically all of our friends were, were in public school. But I think maybe because I had so many siblings. And um, well, I was homeschooled up until high school. So I did go to public school um, in high school. But uh, I think what helped is the fact that because we were homeschooled, I didn't, I, it, all through middle school, I think middle school is worse than high school. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I never had, any issues with like clicks or, or trying to fit in. Like I didn't, I didn't really care about that because I was older by the time I was around all of that. So I think because of that, it was never important to me. I didn't, I had friends in every circle in high school. I didn't care if people were Gothic. I didn't care if they were athletes or any of that. I was just kind of, I was, I I think I had a better, um, foundation as to who I was. And I kind of knew what i wanted what
0: i was going for so when i yeah. was, when i was in high school i had a really bad cauliflower ear and it would turn purple and the only girls that thought they were cool were the gothic girls i swear to god they, they, the gothic <laughs> chicks were like oh you have such a cool ear i'm like oh thanks yeah. cuz they were all like dark and shit um now was your hey, sister was
7: that. they're probably pretty kinky so you'd probably have a lot of fun
0: uh, yeah i was <laughs> I, I was a big nerd in high school now were you uh was your sister the sluttier one she was right <laughs>
7: No, actually, uh she was she's actually more conservative. She wanted to she'd actually made some jokes when um I was started ring-girling again after having bear, or even before that and she'd always make like little comments, "Oh, maybe I'll do it." Ha ha ha. And so she did it enough to where I was like, "I think you're really are interested in doing it. If you're interested in doing it, I'll I'll, you know, get you in a show." So it was a huge for her it was mostly like kind of trying something new um set me out because she's always been way more conservative um she's never been drunk she's never been to like a club and gone dancing like she's just very um
0: i don't know the word just wholesome <laughs> <laughs> now you're by the way your butt got much nicer since having a kid which Thank is you. that's that's not the norm though right normally people, girls get like soccer mom bodies and shit when they have kids <laughs> but
7: um I think, so honestly, I have a lot to, to thank for that. First of all, I couldn't run when I was pregnant. Bear was pretty low. So I felt like every time I ran, I felt like he was going to just fall out of my vagina. Um, (laughs) but so it was just uncomfortable. So I stopped running, but I I knew I wanted to still be active. So Kyle would put me through like some basic weight training. And so I started doing like deadlifts and squats and a lot of kettlebell swings and just kind of switched up what I was doing. Because running can definitely like running and yoga, if you just do running or yoga or running and yoga, you're gonna have a flat pancake butt. Like they're really not right. I always had a strong butt from running since eighth grade, but it was never um uh I like my butt now <laughs> much better <laughs> because of the the the
0: strength training, really. Now I hear when you're pregnant you're only supposed to do a doggy style. Is that true?
6: I think we did a lot of different things. Oh. Are you familiar with the porn star Brianna Banks?
0: Yes. I actually know her personally. Do you really? Yeah. She came to my show like two weeks ago.
6: So, you know the move where she lies down on the bed backwards <laughs> and then the guy kind of walks over uh, for oral? Uh, we haven't tried that yet, but I, I just went through my head for some reason. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It was doggy style the whole time. Yeah.
3: It wasn't. I think,
7: like, if it wasn't doggy style, you can't, like, lay on my stomach. But towards the end, when you're in the third trimester, yeah, most of the time, you're you're getting creative. There was a lot of
6: fat people sex, like, lying on our sides, you know, like, with the teeth on. That's what, that's what I have, usually. Uh,
0: now, now, <laughs> now, Colleen, uh, do you want to have kids with Josh? You guys talked about it?
2: Yeah,
0: we have. I think we will. Ooh, wow. Gonna be mm. one fucked up kid. I love it. Wow, thanks. thanks no, it's Adam. gonna be it's gonna be a beautiful kid. <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm looking at a picture right now of you breastfeeding and Kyle licking one nipple and the baby licking the other. That might be the greatest. How did you
7: find that that like a photo. great
2: time.
0: Uh, How did
7: you find that? Because everybody, every time I posted it, it got, um,
6: no, Twitter doesn't, Twitter doesn't take oh, it Oh,
7: that's right. It's still on Twitter. I was going to say Facebook and Instagram both got um, alerts because apparently that's worse than other photos people post or you know any other thing any photo shoots i've ever posted no one deletes those but breastfeeding my son and husband at the same time
6: that's amazing amazing.
2: (laughs) kyle how's breast milk taste
6: it's honestly it's really good it doesn't taste well (laughs) i should say not all breast milk is the same you know no difference than if you get a grain-fed cow versus a grass-fed cow but uh yeah, Natasha's was great. So I, I was hooked up to the to the tap quite often.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Well listen, you two. Uh, I look forward to seeing you guys next time. You're gonna be in LA for one ninety nine?
6: No, unfortunately. Well I'll have to watch that. I work on weekends, so I'll be I'll be working and watching my man Luke seal the deal. Where are you where are you working? Uh, I bounce and bartend on the weekends at a at a bikini bar. So if you're ever up here in the Bay Area, I'll take you to a fine establishment and show you a good time. I, what's it called? Sporty's Bikini Bar. Now now the problem with saying that is I'm going to get a bunch of fight fans in there like,
1: oh, hey, man, you're,
6: you're that fighter guy. <laughs> show me how you're fight. What's it like to get punched in the face? Uh. <laughs> well, listen, I will
0: 100% take you up on that. Uh, you guys are amazing. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week.
7: Thank you so much for having us on. Oh Yeah, was, thanks, guys. It was nice an honor. Nice to talk to you guys. Take
0: care. Bye, Colleen. Bye. Okay. So Natasha's breast milk is sponsored by Tip-A-Fighter. Uh,
1: Listen, <laughs> uh, this is what I do during interviews. Stevie, <laughs> I'm uh, pretty
2: sure you just have that picture saved on your phone already. was how you found it. <laughs> All right. Well, we had Natasha.
0: It's
1: called Day Vision Ribeiro and Kyle again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So we got a couple fights this week. Uh, Oh, we'll we'll talk about Bellator fights.
2: See Bellator fights Friday night?
0: Okay, first of all, my man...
1: I saw that Dufresne missed weight and then beat She,
2: I don't know if she's ever actually made weight. I can't believe the UFC kept her on for multiple fights when she really significantly missed weight for them. And I know she's had other fights before that that she missed weight for.
0: She did, but she missed weight by five pounds and then tapped Marlies Conan. Yeah. Uh, yep. With a triangle, That's a basic a triangle feather. from bottom.
2: You're not, not expecting that to happen. It but just pisses me off to see her winning because she doesn't ever make weight.
0: That, you're absolutely right. You're, you're absolutely right. Like so that, Colleen
1: that, Schneider is calling you <laughs> calling out. out. No, it different. was a
0: bittersweet <laughs> win because I wanted, if she would have made weight and, and pulled that off, it would have been awesome. Yeah. Pregnant chick, uh, had a baby. Well,
2: yeah, she, she was not pregnant while she was pregnant. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> but had a baby,
0: first fight
1: back. Can yeah. they do that? No,
0: how good is Marley's Conan? I don't
2: know. They much don't f- actually pregnancy test you anymore.
1: Could we do like two pregnant chicks fighting in a cage? And it's really fucked up, maybe. I, I maybe just grappling only, no strikes. Uh,
2: yeah, that's that's still really fucked up.
1: That's <laughs> uh, now, <laughs> is.
2: I think Marlise is an excellent fighter, very well rounded, very skilled, and I, I, was really surprised that uh, Alexis tapped her that quickly, or at all, really.
0: Um, and yeah, I was like, I think she was too. She didn't even shake her hand at the end. I think she was actually just pissed at, like, that she was in shock. Yeah, I wonder if she caught.
2: underestimated her going into it. Not to say Dufresne's not a good fighter. I think she is, but, I mean, I think... Well, Marlo it was, was supposed to fight again. Julia
0: Budd. Yeah. And then Bud dropped out, and then... See, we know our women's MMA here. Uh, but but she they were saying she's a legend. Is she, like, a legend legend? I don't know Marlo's? much about her. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's been in the fight game forever, man. Yeah, she she gets that status in women's MMA. Totally.
1: She she had the strike Strikeforce title until Misha tapped her. Well, okay. Back when Misha was Takedown Tate, not Cupcake. Cupcake,
2: really? Yeah. Hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah, and Coonan's uh, like, she's one of the original, like, not original originals, like Shayna. And her, like, well, no, Marlos has been fighting as long time. as Shayna.
2: I think they're on the same timeline there.
0: By the way, Karina Dam is looking for an opponent for <laughs> Titan, F-
1: fucking girl, for
0: Titan FC. They need a girl who's one thirty-five to, or no, one twenty-five. I'm I'll go do it. One twenty-five <laughs> to fight her. But they won't provide transportation. Uh, like they're looking for someone in Florida to fight her, basically. So yeah, they, uh, they're
1: like we're introducing a women's division in Titan FC, but we have one girl. Well, were,
0: but people were saying that like they they offered Bubba Jenkins fifty thousand to fight their champion, but they don't, they can't fly a girl in like a three hundred dollars plane ticket. People were like, not. See
1: so here, here we go. Titan FC. Maybe they need to go see neighbors too.
0: Uh, Titan FC <laughs> is looking for a female flyweight for June tenth. This is an amazing opportunity to compete on the UFC Fight Pass. Anyone interested in Australia must have at least eight pro fights and must be have a winning record. They also must be able to drive to Coral Gables.
2: Right, like that's bullshit. Right? You want to talk about things that just say, you know, we're just spending a your fighters' union. You want someone that has at least eight professional fights, is ready to fight a caliber fighter of Karina Dam, who's been fighting forever for further life promotion and you're just saying oh well we're, we're basically we're gonna give you publicity you'll get to be on ufc fight pass so but you
1: gotta fucking drive here drive
2: here and take whatever shit pay we're probably gonna offer you
0: seriously serious inquiries only this is an extremely amazing opportunity titan fc is known for treating their fighters first class please send a direct message
2: first class first class driving to fight
1: <laughs> i know that's the only what thing where um, it's a little strange what's colleen Madero said? was she 125 or
2: that was 15, I believe. It was
1: 15. She replaced Mizuki.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do you, you know anybody
0: that w- could fight her at 125? Uh, I, I probably, down in Florida? Had, 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 they they what about you? You can make, make 125 by June 10th?
2: Yeah, if I cut off a limb. <laughs>
0: <Just> <laughs> I, I could honest.
3: make
2: 135 by June 10th. Right.
0: You don't know anybody at 125 that could do a good... I mean, Kirit Dam's a pretty good fighter, right? And she's like, supposed to be really yeah, good. Yeah,
2: Dam's a good fighter. Um, She's had a number of fights that she's pulled out of because of visa issues, and she's not been able to get up here.
0: Do so you know anybody that could do it?
2: No, I, I mean, dude, I feel like you put me in the spot right now. There's a ton of girls. Like, what about so ATT? At ATT? There's got to be a 125 or at Ziggins. ATT. Right,
0: right, right. Or at the, well, no, Black Zion. You could even go
1: a little bit outside of there. Go to, you know, go into Shreveport if, or Lafayette. If Titan Louisiana, was willing to or...
2: fly someone, that might help.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. But <laughs> That's Florida. a little weird. That is a little it's weird.
2: super weird. It's super weird.
1: Yeah. I don't, maybe their budget was just not all there yet. I mean, WSOS has been around. Well, people the were. Well, uh, I
2: mean, they put
0: this on like the underground. Uh, a, a lot of guys were actually. Uh, I'll cut to 125
1: and put a wig on. <laughs>
0: somebody put this. Who's this guy? They put this as, 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 as like the meme.
1: That's Farouk. <laughs> and all he does in WWE now is just say, damn. My God,
0: my God, just a Damn. People were like, a, a, lot, a lot of guys are saying they do it. Some guy says, I'll fight, but I won't cut weight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> somebody says, uh, good luck. I think it would look better if you put paid travel, prefer regional talent on the flyer. You're already asking for a significant established pro exactly. to come in and face a seasoned vet like Karina Dam. Good luck, though. I'll be watching on Fight Pass. Enjoy your fights. Uh, and then the guys, Jason, Jason, has been on the show, says the reason for the drive is that we are looking for the best town in Florida has to offer. I have said this time and time again: travel will be paid, and most times miles cost as much as a flight. Please understand this is strictly myself and my no, team no, trying to find a local hidden gem we can build up That's on.
1: like the most political that's, answer <laughs> that's ever. That's such a like, bullshit
2: answer. Miles, when, so when they pay you to drive somewhere, they give you gas money, right? Yeah. That does not cost the same as a flight. Yeah. So that's that's what's going
0: on right here.
1: Um, that, that's like – it sounds like their way of like politically like it, this is why we're doing it. But if you really like read between the lines, you still look really shitty. That you're not going to pay somebody? And then Jefferson I mean...
0: Darcy Choke wrote, I know a waitress, but at least I fifty unsanctioned fights who lives near Tampa. <laughs> She'd do this and then pull a double shift at the diner afterwards. <laughs> Think a miniature Shirley from what's happening. I found her on playing fish, so I'm, I'm sure Titan can start looking there. <laughs> Lots of tough Florida chicks there. <laughs> That's the thing. You put this on the underground,
1: you're going to get funny responses. You know, no, you, can't, you can't. You can't even be promoting it on the underground. Well, they should the, be anyone like,
2: underground is going to call you out on what a, a kind of bullshit offer
1: that is. <laughs> you might as well put it on
0: fucking Craigslist. And looking then, for a fighter. Somebody wrote, "I hope they find a damn opponent." <laughs> someone said i want to see her match up with usada
2: (laughs) yeah there's times in her career where that would not have been a good matchup
0: and then wampa stampa wrote i identify as a lesbian female i'm in
2: (laughs) (laughs) uh, somebody said
0: in for fallon fox uh i don't even think she
1: can make 125 yeah (laughs)
0: that's hilarious this is really really funny Uh, yeah, so people are actually worried about their world-class
1: treatments. They're, like, making jokes about all that. And then, of course, this thread goes on for, like, a a while. Because
3: it's the UG. And
1: as for your question, I think it's, you know, Titan has one thing as a budget, and Jeff Aronson has a different bank account. Because Jeff was the one that said he was going to put the money in for Bubba. Yeah. But Titan as a whole... I mean, this is this is their first girl. They're not going to throw everything they have into it. Same way as Bellator, they have 125 girls division. There's two fucking girls in it. Well,
2: right, Probably- then, then you shouldn't have signed Karina Dam, right? Because the commission's not going to approve someone with less than eight fights. I assume is why they're asking for eight. But if you're asking for a flyweight that's had more than eight professional fights, that's a certain level of fighter that can said, okay, record. so you can't you can't say we want this, but we're not going to put the money into that. Yeah. If otherwise, just start with two low level girls and do that. I yeah.
0: think also the issue is. Um, you know, there's a lot of issues, in, in it's it, this whole thing. But like exactly you said, you get it. You, you can't just it, if, if they was, would have said, okay, looking for a male one thirty five pounder with experience, there'd be a lot of guys. But the female fighting bubble is so small. There's a one twenty five pound girl who's seven and one or six <laughs> and two. You, you you all know who she is. Yeah. You know, there. Could, if it was a guy that you could probably could a you get, them. you can get yeah. away with that. Oh, you, you could, could say, oh, ton. here's a guy. You know, blah 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 blah. Let's just do it. With girls, it's just different.
1: If you did that out in Florida, you could walk into ATT and throw a paper airplane, and the first person it hits would probably be able to take that fight. And get busted with steroids.
0: That um, too. Now, uh, by the way, I am going to be doing that show. Uh, I'm not going to my high school reunion. I'm doing the show looking for a fight. Uh, but, but they're taping this uh, comedy special. If you want to come, it's uh, Dana White, Matt Sarah, and Nick the Tooth are doing comedy along with me, Brian Cowan, and David Spade at the Laugh Factory. Uh, tickets are $10. It's so a they're six They're going to get
2: up on stage and yes. Do you, Really? Yes, it, yes. When is that? Uh,
0: June 5th, the day after 199. Are you going to 199? No, two
1: days after. Two days. Oh, No, it's, so it's, so it's a Monday, Monday night, Staples, right? It's no, a Sunday. Sunday. night. Sunday night. So it's the it's the 5th, Yeah, right? Sunday night. Yeah, yeah.
2: Is 199 at Staples downtown. The yeah.
1: Forum. The forum. the forum.
0: Are you oh, going?
2: I don't have tickets.
0: Why? Josh doesn't get tickets? He can get tickets.
2: He doesn't like to ask.
0: I hear you. He's a nice guy. What is he? Do? He's always filming a movie. Every time I text him to come yeah, to a show. He actually
2: has... Do you know who Michael Jai White is? Yeah, yes. of course. Never Black Back Dynamite. Down 3. Black Dynamite is like one of the best movies ever. But um, yeah, he filmed Never Back Down 3 with Michael J. White. and uh, So they're kind of like the, the main and co-main in that. They filmed it over in Thailand and it comes out in I think about two weeks.
1: Yeah, I think it's June because Quadros to watch was telling <laughs> yeah, yeah, quadros it. Yeah, Quadros is in it.
2: Yeah, Quadros is in it too. He did a, Josh did this movie called Absolution with Steven Seagal and they actually did a limited theatrical release. So I went up to Burbank and got to watch him <laughs> in a movie with uh, Steven Seagal no in the movie theater. Yeah. How was that? Uh, it was kind of trippy. Josh did great. Seagal, I can't believe anyone still funds him to be in <laughs> movies anymore. It's just like, if you tried to make, he's like beyond a stereotype of who he is. Yeah. He did a, he did an AMA on Reddit. Dude, look, look that shit up. It was hysterical. Everyone was just ripping him apart the whole time. <laughs> so good. I don't think it was really him, though, right? No, 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 no. You can tell it was actually from the way he was answering questions. You could tell it was really him. No way. He's just so in his own world. <laughs> now,
0: by the way, so this week, there's a couple of good fights. CB's going to the fights this Sunday. I wish I was going. I'm doing a show in uh, Tapona, Nevada, which is, by the way, has the World Arm Wrestling Championship in the same town I'm in the same day. You're
1: gonna see a friend of mine if you go to you're the gonna, arm you know, wrestling. Thing, throw your hat in there. Absolutely not. If you see if you go to the arm wrestling thing, there's a friend of mine that's competing. He just beat the number one ranked arm wrestler in the world. His name's Scott Mendelson. This dude can bench. I think he broke the record. He benched something like thirteen ten. Was
0: that at a t- take place at like a Denny's, the number one championship, or mm-hmm. no? It's like a big deal, right?
1: No, it, it, this kidding. is like one of the like. This is starting to like come up and, and be noticed by people. It's I'm very I'm, I'm, I'm
0: I'm pissed. X arm never took off. That was the greatest thing. It was the X arm. Yeah. You ever no, watch that?
2: No. I fought a girl in MMA who had done X arm fights. So I'm going to scout footage on her and all this X arm stuff. Comes it's two guys up. do arm
0: wrestling and with their free hand they punch each other in the yeah. face. So
2: we're we're actually our wrists are bound together with the arms that we're arm wrestling and with the other arms we can punch each other and you can win by knocking them out or by didn't
0: Todd Duffy do it? Arm
2: wrestle? Did he? I think he,
0: obviously you
2: see some guy like just
0: hanging off the thing. He's knocked out while another guy does the arm wrestling. <laughs> I'm surprised this thing never
1: took off. You look up X arm that you'll you'll laugh your ass off. I'm more excited for the bare knuckle boxing championship. Yeah,
0: we're going. I, I might go to that. I don't, it's in June. You're, I thought we were doing the whole fucking the the Periscope after test. Titan FC uh, uh, is the bare knuckle boxing championship between Shannon the Cannon Rich. Shut up. Yes, the guy who knocked out your ex boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, he's fighting Bobby Gunn, who's 72-0 in Bare Knuckle
1: Boxing. And we have like three friends That's that have amazing. thrown their hat in.
2: Is that, where is that? Florida.
1: It's in Florida. Oh, man, no. And Rudy but Morales. It's on pay-per-view. Like it's, it's on, what is it, internet pay-per-view or TV pay-per-view? Uh, he's saying it's going to get a, m-
0: a million buys. I don't know if it's going to get a million buys. But I-, I
2: will
1: pay for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How much could it be? Ten bucks? I might bucks? get a flat screen just for you. I have then. one for you. <laughs> really? Yeah, I told
1: will you. Will you come over and you. watch
2: the yeah, well, yes. Bare Knuckle uh, Boxing Party?
1: Yes. Uh, so I actually have a TV for you. You. uh thank you, you can keep it really yeah oh, thank you uh, i'll call pick it up today i don't have to pay i was gonna bring it but I do that again, I, I, i'm not taking it
0: <laughs> um now what we were saying uh bare knuckle boxing uh, so, the, oh yeah fight card. this fight week weekend. uh this week so sarah mcmahon is fighting jessica i who wins that fight i don't
2: think i wins that fight Really? Yeah, I think McMahon is obviously a phenomenal wrestler and has so much potential, Potential, but I don't think she's transferred her skill set into MMA. You
0: think she wants to fight? Or she's just good at it? I don't know. I don't Sometimes know. I think she's I don't, too nice. I don't
2: know her well enough to, to, to know that, you know? Hmm. But I, I, I just don't feel like she's taken the skills that she's had and turned them into what she needs to do with them to be effective in MMA. So I think I wins that fight.
0: They're both kind of hot like in like a... In like a Ch- like, girlfriend, I would like those. I think are,
1: Jessica's hotter than Sarah, though. I,
0: you know, what I, yeah, I think they're both girlfriend material, like, they're not like a uh, one night stand, like, I'm just gonna sort of go bang them and then not talk to them. They seem like just cool chicks you could train with, and I don't know, <laughs> Se- they seem fun. They definitely look like they could rip your dick off. Uh, I, I told you that one time, yeah, I, I think
1: Jessica would be nice about it.
0: One time, I hooked up with a, a female fighter. And the all well, a couple. T- but anyway, I was one, just one say, time um, for the story, and the girl gave me. Uh, it's not Gina, by the way. The story is not about Gina. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the girl gave me a ha- uh, a blowjob. Like I never my did n- more semen came out of my dick because of that grip strength than ever. It was like I was depleted of all my my like ball sack semen. Just, anyway, just so you know, does that happen with you? You seem like you have a good grip. Which, uh, all
1: right, so um, now, next question. He's going to like bear, like <laughs> fucking bust him. We don't even know where he is, but he's going to come <laughs> running through the door. And just start he's pounding driving up you. Melrose right yeah. now. He's going to be like one of those cartoon Murder things where Adam. his body silhouette is knocked <laughs> out of the door. Exactly. All right, so uh, also, Cody. Cody love is fighting Tomas Almeida in the main event. Both undefeated. I think Cody takes this. Uh, I'm on Team Cody for this fight. You? Oh, Tomas Almeida all day. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think he's going to knock out Cody. Come trains, on. Trains with Macaco. And, uh, the who's, who's Macaco? Macaco is is like a Brazilian legend in MMA. Fought Jose uh, Pele a few times, has has been fighting forever. And this dude's notorious for outside of the cage fights as well. But I think Tomas. Uh, Have you heard I of think- Macaco?
2: No, uh, CB's making me feel very uneducated about <laughs> <my own> sports. <laughs>
1: Um, <laughs> he was like I a just, porn star Macaco. I just think it means monkey in Portuguese oh really yeah his real name is uh, George Patino.
0: he he learned Portuguese so he could ask hang out with fighters That's no Portuguese. I learned
1: Portuguese so I could talk to the Brazilians at Extreme Couture oh wow and then furthered it to be able to how talk
2: well do you speak Portuguese
1: a little an- enough to like at this point be able to talk to him for a brief second and I understand more than I can speak but I still I'm still learning
0: so okay so who do you like in this fight Makako's boy or uh Cody Garbrandt.
2: Well my my initial reaction was to say Cody takes it, but I see he seems to know more about this than I do, so maybe I'm wrong. Uh, he, everybody on the show says that. No, he this guy's this guy's great. Thomas Almeida is
0: 25 and 0 or something He's 22, 22 and 0, but he's been hurt before. And I think like uh what's his name Brad Pickett hurt him. Not that Cody's been knocked out too in the amateurs, but I was going to
1: say he Brad Pickett hurt him and then he threw a double a flying double knee and fucking just ice out, uh, pick yeah. it. And he also knocked the fuck out of uh, Anthony Berchek. Yeah, that Bad. I
0: think Berchek fought a dumb fight in that one. It's like you go up against a, a striker and you fight a striker's fight when you're a, a wrestler.
1: You know, it could go either way. It's going to be a great fight either way. I Who think. else is on the card? Uh, the co-main event is Hennen Burrell making his 145 debut against, against Jeremy Stevens. Ooh. It's another hmm. fucking knockout war.
3: That I think Stevens wins. Fight.
1: I I, honestly, I think Stevens might be too much for him. But you never know with Burrell. uh, Colleen?
2: I'd call Jeremy Stevens on that one.
1: I think he's just got the power.
2: Um. Shit, I don't have a good answer to this. I mean, mean, he's he's really...
0: I feel like Burrell lost his power against TJ Dillashaw. I was going
1: to say, TJ had the power to yeah. knock Burrell out, so you're going up 10 more pounds. Yeah. And Steven's used to fight at lightweight. I think Steven's power, he's got to land. But a I, sm- he was a small lightweight. What, what else we got? Um, Well, Tarek Safadine might be out. We're waiting for doctor's okay. diagnosis. Uh, you got Chris Camozzi and Vitor Miranda. I, I don't even fucking know on that one. They're both great fighters. Very talented. I hope Chris wins. I like Chris. Go on. Um, Masvidal and Lorenz Larkin. Ooh, that's fight of the night right there. There's a lot of fight of the night potential on that card. that
0: one, Masvidal and Larkin. Ooh, wow. Ooh. Where is this card?
1: Vegas. Sunday at uh, Mandalay. I'm getting in. I'm driving in Wednesday night, so I'll be there for a few days hanging out. I'll be cage-side at the fight. I can't wait. Look at you. Um, Baller. Yeah, that. you said McMahon and I, and then you got two friends of the show. You got Al Joe and Brian Caraway.
0: Ooh, oh, man. Al Jermaine Sterling, Brian Caraway. You know, it's like.
1: Did we, did we negotiate the winner gets the tips of the other?
0: I don't know if Caraway signed up for that, uh, but hopefully, uh, once again, Al Jermaine Sterling with Tip a Fighter. Let's tip this guy if he pulls off the, the fight against Caraway. This is a tough fight because I think Caraway's got the experience, I think Caraway's a better grappler. I think Aljo is Caraway's a good grappler,
1: very underrated grappler. I, I understand that, but we're talking about Aljo. We're talking and Stutter. I think
0: Aljo's a better striker, better on his feet. Who better, has better jujitsu. He's a better athlete.
1: I think Caraway better jiu-jitsu. You think so?
0: Yeah. Uh, I think a straight grappling Caraway wins. So who'd you parlay and who's your safety? Fuck. In this fight, who wins this fight? Man, I mean Aljamain came on the show. He helped me coach wrestling for little kids. Uh, and he's good friends with Junior Amazon. And he's good friends with my my my, my co coach. Whereas Caraway, I hung out with in Vegas. We had a great Are night. You just
2: basing this on there <laughs> <laughs> he does this time
3: every with. two weeks ago. He did a
1: he did a disclaimer on the show that I wasn't here for. None of this. I like this person, and la la la. And then the next week. He's like, well, they've been on the show, so I got to go for him. Yeah. Like, what they, happened to that? They, well, fuck that.
0: If they, if they come, no, no, that's not what happened. Tyler said well, this guy's a great fighter, but then he picked up against him. I said you can't say this guy's a great fighter.
1: I don't. We know he's a great. You fighter. You said you can't pick on liking someone. Oh, well. And then you, you're like, well, Heather's been on the on the show, so I can't pick against her. Yeah, I can't do that. Didn't uh, you say like a month ago that you were going to tr- try and stop? Um, Trying to please everybody all the time. And- I
0: can't do that, dude. I'm I, I'm, I'm in therapy uh, twice a month. Uh, twice a month? Yeah, it was, I was every in like twice a week. I, I and you should be twice a day. Uh, but what I'm saying is is that my ther- yeah you're right. My ther- I'm working on that in therapy. I was I was going four times a, a month. We're definitely in LA you, right now. But then do you bet the same
1: way? Do you bet based on who you like, or do you bet when you're like who you truly believe? Depends.
0: If it's a friend of mine, I'll bet on my friend because I'm happy for that person. And i and I want them to is win. Is that why you
1: put fifty on Leslie Smith and Cyborg?
0: I didn't do that actually because I don't <laughs> want to.
2: Well, I the odds are so nuts on that that that's not a bad thing to throw some money on Leslie. It's well, it's the same because... thing as is,
1: is, uh, you know Bisping's like a plus six twenty. Well, I don't want to do right online
2: now. gambling though. That's
0: a thing. I don't like giving my credit card to online gambling because mm. I feel like I feel like if I if, if I win, they're going to say my my bet didn't go through.
1: I only put. Well, no, if I wouldn't do Vegas. that, but like. You know Bisping's plus six something against Rock. Rockhold's a minus like one thousand right now. Yeah. For next week against Bisping. Let's
0: we'll talk about Caraway versus Aljamain. Let's stay on the, the, the topic. I'm just. Uh, who do you like in this fight, Colleen?
2: I actually don't even know who the other guy is that Caraway's fighting.
0: Aljamain Sterling is an undefeated prospect out of uh, Matt Cerrolongo. Black, uh, athletic as hell, uh,
1: very underrated. Does all finishes except for one. Just
0: just submission
2: a, finishes or what?
0: Yeah, I think last, but, like, last basic was, submission finishes, I think. Oh, no, and actually one, he hit, hit one that was really nice. Johnny <laughs>
1: Eduardo, he put in a guillotine from Mount, and then he, like, got up and pulled his, his neck up, and it looked like he was going to rip his head off But, the, but before that,
0: though, he did something from, like, the the bottom. against. Oh, that. yeah, he did
1: a bottom arm triangle on a guy and finished it. Against
0: mm. uh, against a good one, against the Asian dude, against... Uh, against, I think, a guy who, like, fought for the title. Against,
1: uh... Was it Wineland? No.
0: No, like... I don't know who was. It was somebody good. He did it
3: against.
1: Uh, Aljo's very, very, very talented. Uh,
0: what, am I thinking Horaguchi for some fucking reason? No, Excuse wrong me? division. He's a 25 er Oh, uh, who do you I do love Horaguchi though? He caught That's somebody. somebody I right know. He caught somebody. Anyway, so fuck in this fight. So oh,
1: Takei Mizugaki. Yeah. Oh, see, I knew it was somebody good an Asian.
0: So <laughs> who do? You, so you're you're going for Aljamain?
1: I got Aljamain all day. Oh, man, it's just. Plus, hard. I got to see Caraway this week, so I just like Caraway
0: as a, I like Aljamain. But Al Jermaine has called out Caraway and called him a bitch and said he's hiding under Misha's titty and, and all this shit and called his, called his home and like prank called him like, on his cell phone. Carraway. Like all this shit. Like Caraway just takes so much shit from everybody because he's fucking Misha Tate that I almost feel bad for the kid. And when I hung out with him, he was such a sweet guy. Until
1: he goes home at night and closes the front door and gets a Naomi Misha Tate, and then well, you don't feel I, I, bad I mean, she's for him anymore. Sticking
0: a huge fucking vibrator in his ass, and anyway, but no, I think it's. Uh, I don't know. I'm too too close. I, I think it's going to be a draw. I'm, I'm calling the draw. There's been a few lately. There's been a few lately.
2: The <laughs> lamest <as> cop out.
0: <laughs> who do you think wins this fight?
2: I'm going to say Caraway, even though that was a, a nice little profile on the other guy, just because I don't actually know who the other guy is. You so.
0: like Caraway? Yeah. I think you, fr- he's a good you guys fighter. friends?
2: I, I know him. Any, anyone
0: that you don't like in this world? Like you like everybody.
2: <laughs> I I tend not to uh, take things. To, I don't know. People do shitty, stupid things, but you only it bothers you if you choose to allow it to bother you. Right. So I just don't hold on to that shit.
1: So fucked. So, Plus, she's dating Josh Barnett. So if anybody gets out of line, <laughs> he, he murders
3: but him. Hey, hey, him.
2: Hey, I can I can murder people myself. <laughs> so before
1: Josh, it was John Wood. Who was before that?
0: Tank Abbott. Who, totally
2: who? was banging Tanka and Dan, and uh, Don Fry actually <laughs> <laughs> same time. Was it a fighter before that? Same time. No.
0: I'm seeing a pattern here. No, it was, was not. It?
2: it was not a fighter before. Rand- that. Was it Randy? It was not a fighter before that. Was it a gym owner? No, no affiliation with fighting in any way, shape, or form. Was it a rock star? No, no.
0: Uh, was it a chemist? No. Was it someone famous?
2: No. An act? Really? Artist, but not famous.
0: Hmm. Was it a? Uh, huh. I don't know. Let's, let's not play this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so interesting. a very interesting person, Colleen. I'm telling you, I, I really think that you and Josh are either going to get married and have kids. And have
2: frightening babies, according to you. No, have, have amazing kids.
0: Or, or, you the guys, best,
1: <laughs> or the best fighters ever. Or they're going to go
0: kids. like natural-born killers and go on a killing spree and just start murdering people around the country. That'd
1: be cool, too. I'm okay
0: with that. Yeah, I could totally see that. I love that movie. A good movie. Yeah. Well, listen, What do you so Colleen, what do you have coming up?
2: um honestly I, I don't know i just fought for invicta i want to get back in there and fight again so whenever whenever they book me and in the meantime maybe i'll do another pro wrestling match nice let me think of a nickname for you though yeah yeah I'm, I'm, you, you come up with a nickname and a gimmick and uh, if i like it maybe we'll, <laughs> we'll go with it
1: all right and what do you got coming up uh i'll be in vegas wednesday night through sunday night from in garbrandt if you listen to the show you're going to vegas with fights you call that up. guy by the way did I call what?
0: someone said they wanted you to call their friend?
1: Yeah, so, okay, so yeah. So the other day I get a message on Facebook from, uh, shout out to Tanner Gale for hitting me up. He goes, my brother's birthday is on Sunday, my little brother. He's 17 years old. He's one of the biggest Conor fans, huge UFC fan. The By other... the way,
0: he has five Conor McGregor tattoos. All
1: right, go on. Anyways, every week, every fucking week. <laughs> go on. Um. And he says, you know, he's a huge Conor fan. He He watches UFC like almost as much as you do. Would there be any way that you would call him Sunday for his birthday and just talk to him for a little bit? I said, yeah, no problem. That's cool. He said, he's a huge fan of the show. And, um, so I called the kid yesterday and we spoke for about 40 minutes. You upcoming UFC events. What's going on with Connor? How's everything going? Talking to him. He trains at power MMA with Ryan Bader and Aaron Simpson and those guys. And, um, just had an awesome conversation. I'm, uh, Noah, it was nice talking to you man if you listen to the show it was a lot of fun and uh it just it warmed my heart to have people you know recognize me and ask me to do something like that it was really really awesome. So you're a
0: nice guy for doing that. Yeah, and my little
1: mom little. and girl both think it was adorable and cute that they asked me but you know psycho does all psycho knows all.
0: <laughs> uh all right and uh by the way tomorrow night I'll be in San Diego at the Madhouse Comedy Club. Nice. Well, I thought that was Wednesday. Oh, yeah, Wednesday night, right. Dime bar tomorrow night. Yeah, dime bar tomorrow night. Tuesday night at the dime bar. Uh, Wednesday and living night. with
1: funny tomorrow night.
0: Yes, tomorrow night on Oxygen. Watch my TV show Living with funny. What did
1: you ever do without him? Uh,
0: he's the best. I don't, I don't know what I do without him. I was, I, was, I was lost before I met CB. Uh, so by the way, and that guy who hit me up saying it was the lamest thing ever that I got mad. That, oh, that CDs. was
1: absolutely hilarious. I thought it was so, so I funny.
0: I got mad because I, I went on Periscope to talk to the fans. I showed it to my mom. And he kept jumping on the Periscope and answering all the questions. So I got irritated with him. I said, dude, let me talk to the fucking people directly. And then somebody hit me up and said I was being mean to him. And then that was lame. So I, I, I agree. It was kind of lame. You're right. Uh, I, I, will, I will adhere to that. <laughs> I will admit when I'm being lame. Um, I, there has been many times I've been lame in my life. Uh, so tomorrow night, watch Living With Funny on Oxygen. I go on a date with Jessica Penny. Uh, it goes horrible. Uh, so Jessica Penny tells me why our date went wrong. Also, Juliana Pena uh, is gives me dating advice on the show. So I got two females. In Not the, you know, someone you should be taking dating
2: advice from. Juliana, I love you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Juliana gives me dating advice and Jessica Penny tells me where our date went wrong as well as I went on a date with, um, uh, uh, so with, with a bunch of people, my ex-girlfriend Chloe's on the show. She tells me what went wrong as well as, uh. Uh, my other friend, uh, Jennifer Corbin, who Do you ever get
2: positive feedback? A, uh,
0: yeah, well, it's helped me. I have a girlfriend <laughs> now, and all this stuff has helped me, who's a uh, playmate, as well as Jenna Lewis from Survivor. We went on a date also, and she tells me why our relationship didn't work out. So, uh, tomorrow night, you could watch uh, uh, four girls that I went out with in the past tell me why it went wrong um, uh, on Oxygen, and all, be, it's on 11 times this week. And then July 4th, uh, or July 5th, I have a new show on True TV called um, The Best. It's about the wedding that I did where I got attacked at the wedding for doing comedy. If you look up Comedian Attacked at Wedding on YouTube, a guy, uh, so that's going to be on a new show on True TV. So make sure you watch that. Um, this Wednesday, I'm at the Madhouse Comedy Club. I'm in uh, Tanoma, t- Nevada, Sunday night. Tanoma, I think that's what it's called. Uh, t- oh no, uh, Tanopa, Tanopa, Nevada, uh, this Sunday night. And then uh, I'm in Rochester, New York in June, as well as Fresno, as well as Hollister, as well as Calgary doing stand up comedy. So I want to thank uh, everybody for being on the show Colleen Schneider.
1: Thank you, Don Fry. <laughs>
0: Kyle Kingsbury, <laughs> Natasha Wicks, CB, thank you. Thank you, Brian uh, from Milk Money. Okay. <laughs> and uh you can hit me up, Adam Comedian or MMA Roasted. You guys are great. Take care, everybody.